Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. And I am one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castañeda, a.k.a. Unessential Rafi. Oh, a.k.a. Spicy New Show? <laughs> a.k.a. Catch That Crack When It's Chapman Crafted. Oh, yeah. That's going to have to be one of the first places we go. Once this whole thing has lifted, we can go get trashed and play some ping pong and get yelled at again. <laughs> I was going to say, we're just going to recreate the last time we were there? Yeah, pretty much exactly the same. Um, let's see. What should I do first? All right. On this episode, we will talk about the Monday show, Allison and Daniel, plus your calls and Daniel's dream. And the Thursday episode, Allie's Meal Breakers, Jackie's Chickpeas, new hobbies but first let's welcome our special guest back to the show the one the only the most super fan megan welcome megan hello hashtag allison people how are you great (laughs) i miss talking to you Um, me too lisa so i'm glad this is happening also, I'm very thrown off. Sorry. Oh, I'm thrown oh. off because normally you call us your little somethings. True. We're not her yeah, little I'm anything anymore. It. I'm oh, getting over <laughs> it. I, I think I'm dumping it. How about we're yeah. your little white claws or your little truly hard seltzers? I mean, do people like it? Do the people like it? I don't even know they've if been, they care. They've been do clamoring it for your enjoyment. But if you don't enjoy it, Megan, then I, I, I support your decision. Um. Yeah, I'm giving it up. All right. How about this? Hello, hello, uh, hello, dead cilantro that is by my feet because I'm on my patio, and the plant is. Um, I cannot take care of plants. How are you, my cilantros? <laughs> my failing <Becca>? cilantros. <laughs> my lack of a green thumb. Um. Yeah, we're great. Uh, let's also welcome back tea to the dizzle sandman trice welcome uh one of those is correct sure hey (laughs) hi everybody how's it going good how are you doing uh i was gonna say terrible oh (laughs) (laughs) um i'm i'm doing i'm i'm around and uh happy to be happy to talk to you guys today how about that same I think uh, it was something to look forward to. It's hot as fuck here in California, which is kind of weird for how it has been. But I was looking forward to sitting out here and sweating my bees off talking to you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. So let's let's start with a round of shout outs. Lil Rafi, what you got? Um, Just shout out to you for organizing uh, the Becky thing and Shira for dropping off flowers and obviously condolences to her family. That's a good shout out. Uh, what about you, Trace? Um, I mean, not to be redundant, but all that stuff also. Um, and also everyone who contributed um, either, you know, by wearing a shirt and taking a picture and showing support online, that sort of thing, or who kicked into um, the fund for Becky's family. Um, I appreciate you guys helping out. Also, thank you very much. Very nice. What about you, Maggie Poo? Ditto to all those. I think that um, those are the biggies this week, and those are the ones that matter the most. So ditto, ditto, and ditto. I agree. Uh, My shout-outs are similar. It's to everyone that listens, but also, more importantly, 
Shout out to Scott and Becky and the girls and to everyone that contributed. And I'm going to read everybody's names because um, that's what I do. Leanne Ward, Lauren Kelly, Ulysses Atkins, Lee Bruns, Kelly Lundquist, Tamara Holler, Trice, Ray Morgan, Suzanne Keys, Kurt Daly, Veronica Dean, David Sitlani, Taryn Thibault, Trisha Blakesley, Jay Inslee, Jennifer, Rebecca Parkinson, Carrie Waldo, Robin Kern, Ashley Bloodworth, Jamie Baird, Laura Broder, Maggie Poo Parkansky Poo, Jennifer Takaji, Shara Myers, Rafael Castaneda, Jennifer Sullivan, Demian Cordova, Krista Curtis, Luke Chastain, Emily Quick, Claire Brockelman, Wendy, Wendy, Whitney, <clears throat> Whitney Chandler, Stacey Myers, Aaron McWilliams, Shanna Tindall, Jamie Sagru, I don't know how you say your last name, I apologize, Carlos Alfaro, Paul and Aaron Ingstrom, myself, and Allison Rosen. I don't usually shout myself out, but my name was there, so I said myself. Um, I was shocked by just what everybody, you know, the generosity and... I truly hope, like, I don't think that they're necessarily hurting for money, but like, I really hope that they just, that Scott takes the girls out to do something fun and in Becky's name and just, you know, with all that, with all that money, because I think it, I, I was just shocked by how much everybody was um, willing to part with. And sh- second shout out to Shara again, because not only is she setting up bringing flowers to their house, she also contacted me today about maybe making them something like cookies or a dessert. She actually said she was going to make a pie and asked if they had any dietary restrictions. And I said, I'm not sure. I just know that Becky hated fruit with her dessert, fruit in her dessert. And I thought that was kind of funny. And she's like, all right, I won't make a pie. I'll make cookies. I'm like, okay, that's good. Um, But uh, yeah, so I think that's all my shout outs. And Brittany and her backhoe. How about that? All right. So let's talk about Monday. Uh, Allison was saying, Allison and Daniel were on together. I know we're all maybe slightly worried that this is going to be every Monday. Although I think a bonus episode like this would be great every week. Um, But they mentioned being, feeling like they were, sorry. They mentioned being trapped for five weeks. And it is funny because I am such a homebody. And I, this is not much different than what I normally do. But this feeling of not being able to go out or when I do, like how depressing it is to see everybody, like everybody with masks and like how the energy is like disgusting. Um, But just being trapped for five weeks, it does seem like that, especially with all the rain and now the heat. It's like, what what can we do with ourselves? Like, I can't wait to go out and like do stuff that I probably normally wouldn't be doing anyway, (laughs) like going to the beach. (laughs) Do you guys feel trapped? I have been okay. Like... I, I guess it's good that I'm very introverted because it's not so bad. And now that I've got the internet installed, let me tell you, there are zip. There's pornography and stock quotes. Like, what more do I need? <laughs> uh, well, now that you are laid off, do you think that will change because you won't be going out as much? Um, I, <laughs> I was thinking about it today. I was like, uh, well, it's not going to be different from this past week because I didn't work, but now I'm just going to be like really conserving money even more. Mm. Um, like yesterday I, I went for a drive, which is why I ended up visiting Megan at a safe distance. And I ended up driving like 96 miles total Whoa. just yesterday. And, uh, I won't be doing that again. Um, so 
I don't know. We'll see. Check up on me because my sanity is uh, probably going to run out. Okay. I will be checking in on you. It is going to be your birthday at the, at the end of this week. And we do need to plan something where, I mean, we need to find like a parking lot to hang out in, you know, at a safe distance once again. Um, but if you're not going to be working and we can hang out more, just I can wave to you from my car that's parked, you know, a couple doors down. <laughs> uh, that works for me. Okay, cool. Trice, does this feel like you're being trapped, especially because you have to work from home, so you're maybe looking at a screen all day and not having a change of scenery? Yeah, it's shitty. Um, so, I mean, all things considered, I, I I try to be grateful that I'm still working and I'm working full time and because not everyone has that, as you know, we just talked about. Um, so, yes, I, I keep all that in perspective, so that's good. Um, with that disclaimer out of the way, kind of shitty. Um, yeah, I, I spent a lot of time sitting in front of my computer in my living room all day, uh, every day. Just it's it's j- just because of my normal schedule of you know what used to be my normal schedule, leaving the house, going to work, blah blah blah, doing whatever on my lunch break, doing whatever after work, picking all up pokers at gone. Wendy's. Right. I mean, I I give them rides. I don't know if that counts as pick. I mean, yeah, hooker, isn't hooker that the same singular, thing? By the way, not. No, that's it. Would be the opposite. Um, oh. So, but yeah, all that stuff is gone. So I have not yet learned to uh, intentionally disrupt things and go out for more than five minutes a day. So there's, I spent almost all day in my apartment this week, um, which is not great for me uh also working from home is kind of a fucking scam like leave me alone don't bring my job into my living room <laughs> yes. um but other than that i guess it's okay so you're what you're saying is you want rafi to, to drive up there uh i mean if he wants to hang out outside and wave stuff like that that's cool <laughs> I, i'll text you if you drive up or... that'd be fun <laughs> Sounds... i'll wear a mask i'll wear gloves um but if i go up there i'm coming in <laughs> Oh. Nah, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, so, Megan, your situation is a little bit different than theirs because you are quarantining with someone plus pets, but it's still crazy making. Like, how are you doing? Do, do you feel trapped? Man, it is a, a fucking roller coaster, let me tell you. I will have days where... Um, well, Rafi made me feel better about this because when he visited yesterday and we chatted, I told him that um, one of the days this week I started drinking at like noon and I drank like nine Trulies during the day and mm. I just felt like the biggest piece of shit. Mm-mm. And I had been going on this diet and that diet completely slipped and I've just been eating like cheese balls and mostly cheese balls um, <laughs> and whatever, jelly bellies and shit. And I'll just like hit bottom like that and then I'm like, okay, I need to get my stuff together and then the next day is like okay, but it honestly changes um, day to day. Just like basically how I wake up, what my mood is then is like that's pretty much how the day will go. And some days I just wake up and I'm like, you know, depressed and everything's awful. But some days I do okay. Oh. Yeah, I feel the same way i think at least i do have people at home with me and mike's still working and i'm somewhat working a little bit still so i still get still bringing some money in but 
the kids being home, it's like we've been, it's kind of feels like summer, so it kind of feels like fun, but then it feels like that Twilight Zone episode where you're like, this all looks normal, but it's not. And like, there's just like that hint of like weird. And then with this whole thing with Becky, it's just been like, fuck, like I don't cry. And I know Raphael knows this, but like I fucking broke finally two nights ago, I think it was. And I just like sat in the, in the shed and cried for like an hour and a half, like the next day I was, oh yeah, it was, it was Sunday, I guess. And I was just a disaster. Like, oh my God. But I think it was just like everything. It's like that and what's going on. It finally like hit me. But yeah, every day it's different. It it, it really is like that. And um, like when there's no in insight or like the uncertainty, once again, still is just like, okay, so I don't know how to feel. <laughs> it's just, I just don't. Lisa, no one is uh, holding it against you. You know, sometimes when I watch Home Alone and the old man gets to me, I might shed a tear or two. <laughs> I'm going to find out you're a real closet sucks. crier, aren't I? <laughs> I just, well, what my the catalyst for me was my daughter was like rude to me about something. We were sitting watching TV and it was just... It broke me where all of a sudden I was just like, okay, this is an overreaction to what she just said. So I'm just going to go out into the shed so they don't think that I'm like, I'm trying to, you know, be cool and like make everyone feel like everything's okay. Like, I don't want to scare anybody. So then when I'm like crying, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go sit out in the shed and listen to music and just like try not to post too much stuff on social media because I was getting a little bit drunk. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, but I, I had a good chat with dr jen and i had a good chat with allison and it made me feel a little bit better (laughs) but i was like all right i need to like not push the boundaries here um anyway so that being cringeworthy for me uh this whole thing that allison's had going on where she has cringeworthy moments on a loop in her head that's happened to me before i don't have that right now but it is sort of uh, an interesting thing that like those things that you can't take back, the things that you used to, that used to be you that are so cringeworthy. And like her thing of saying that she would just pretend to be asleep (laughs) is like, that sounds like something I would have done just to like, Oh, I'm just going to be cool and like pretend to sleep. (laughs) I don't even know what that even would do, but I wonder if you guys remember any kind of cringeworthy things from your childhood or or from today i've only done cool stuff so (laughs) i'm gonna offer this up to anybody else who wants to i've mentioned on here before that the first time i met allison um i i did something that i'm not proud of and megan was there and i'm not going to mention it because i am that ashamed of it um but i don't remember this you crotch grab? I'm sure. I'm sure it was inflated in your head. I probably it was probably not as bad as you think. We've talked about it before, and I don't remember what you told me, but I'm still taking it to my grave. <laughs> so, Megan, what kind of? I mean, you've been embarrassed a million times. Oh, so embarrassed. Um, a, a lot of the immediate ones that came to mind were Allison related because I feel like for the most part, I don't give a shit what people think, but I'm very, very sensitive to like how I think she's perceiving me and I remember um at the bookstore when she released her book and uh Lisa was there and a bunch of other Allison people were there we were lining up to get our our book signed 
I was getting up closer to the front of the line and I think I started to approach Allison and I just said hi to her and I noticed that to the left of me Daniel was there but he wasn't talk he was just signing something and he wasn't talking to the people who were getting their shit signed um talking to him so I was just like hey Daniel just like I saw him and I was like hi and I think he said something like hey I'll get to you in a minute or like just something that like shut me down like it is not your turn oh. and I was like damn I was just saying hi to him just like just like if I walked up to a group of people and two people I, that I knew were there I was just like hey hey to both of them oh and then I'm like damn I don't think Daniel likes me very much but um you guys That's both that I suspiciously showed up late to that thing, too, kind of at the same time. I've always wondered. Well, maybe he was cold to me to throw people off the scent. Uh, huh. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I think I've had, like, a lot of... Every single time I'm around Allison, I have crin- cringe-worthy moments. And they're not extreme like the ones from my childhood. Like, I am Dawn Wiener. If you've seen the movie, I am... I was her. But... uh. But yeah, I make a fool of myself in front of her every time because I'm trying to like play it cool and then I end up playing it like super stupid <laughs> and over the top and like I can't, like I don't want to just sit and not say anything. So then I talk like too much or too big and then it's just like, okay, you come on strong, like dial it back a little bit. And every time I have that talk with myself afterwards. Yeah, I don't think I've ever left an interaction with Allison and felt like, that was Man, great. I know that I feel great. I always <laughs> just feel awful. Like when I delivered cheese curds to her at her old place for the snack chat segment, um, I ended up having a coughing attack oh. and just like basically from right when I got there oh. and couldn't stop coughing. Kind of like the thing she says she does when she, she says she gets like phlegm stuck in her throat. But for me, I don't relate to it that way. I just know when I get nervous, I start like coughing uncontrollably for whatever reason and then um she gave me a glass of water which had really cute little ducks on it i think i just remember liking did her you sweet steal little that cups. glass did you keister but... it <laughs> i need to know <laughs> much like Maybe when i, I first met yeah. her you set that up at at midnight and yeah i didn't know that i should cringe over that until I've heard you recall it like three times and the more distance I get from it, the more I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I don't play it cool very well. But it oh, was well. Wait, like sorry. still what cool. What was this? At midnight, at midnight, we got to go yeah. back oh, okay. stage to like go meet her and I was just like, oh shit. And then, <laughs> and then Megan wanted to like take her, you know, her apple and get it signed and like take her snacks and stuff. But like, I thought it was like okay. totally cool. <laughs> To be I just... fair, Daniel offered. Daniel offered. Right. He was like, do you want any of this? But just like as the thirstiest motherfucker, I was like, yeah. And I just scooped it all up and then had her Darn sign me snatched it all. <laughs> I, I forgot Allison was on the show. So I thought Megan was saying she tried to meet Allison somewhere at midnight. Oh. And I was like, I don't remember oh. this story. <laughs> I wouldn't that's, put it past me. Yeah, that's not. No. That's what you do it in the Wendy's parking lot. Let's just. It was the afternoon. It was after work. It's a busy time. At least you're admitting it. Some of my cringeworthy stuff is mostly like I really wanted to be cool. The same as Allison. I remember I had to go to different. I moved schools so many times that I think I went to like 12 or 13 different schools. So I was always the new kid and never cool in in any of my schooling (laughs) ever. But I remember moving and it was eighth grade and I think I had did I 
I don't remember if I had been I had gone to Jenny Craig yet, but which you know is also super cool. Um, no, I hadn't yet. So this is before, and I remember praying. I had never prayed to God before, and I was like, I'm praying. It was like an '80s movie. I just want to be popular, <laughs> and it was n- the furthest from that possible. The next day, it was like God's like, yeah. That's not going to happen for you. This is going to be a better learning experience for you to be a big fat nerd. <laughs> but then later, like, I don't care about that kind of stuff anymore. Like, I was so obsessed with it then. And I don't know if it had to do with movies or just insecurity or like whatever. But like, I really just don't give a shit about that anymore. Um, but yeah, definitely cringeworthy stuff around boys doing stupid things where I still think back and I'm like, oh, God. Like, he found my underwear in his bathroom hidden because I, <laughs> like, like a lot of like Allison stuff. <laughs> Um, uh, what, what? <laughs> it wasn't even underwear. It was like this was before the days of Spanx, and I think I had like one of those like, like things that like you know hold you in. And my the guy that I had a hugest crush on, he invited me over. He lived next door, and I was like, well, I'm just gonna be wearing this because, you know, it's gonna make me look so much different. <laughs> and then he, I was like worried that he was gonna start like making out with me, so I'm like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom and take this off because like, what if he like comes in contact with this like new delusion thing <laughs> so i put it in there and then like i forgot to go get it out later and then he was like oh yeah i found like some like underwear thing in there i'm like and, and he's like it was yours i'm like no i don't i don't think so <laughs> pretty sure it wasn't mine <laughs> but your name was sewed into it so you couldn't <laughs> yes. deny it that's the only thing that i did not have with allison i ended up dating that guy many years later and never brought that up but then i had more embarrassing things that happened like just with him where i like actually like threw a whole tray of food on him <laughs> because i, dr- I like oh uh, just so many things where i look back and i'm like why did anybody ever like have a second date with me <laughs> because i'm a buffoon but i just think it's funny that this is playing on a loop in allison's mind as if you went into a best buy and they're on every screen because that would be my nightmare <laughs> honestly if that happened well first of all as Daniel pointed out, there'd be many questions yes. about the details of why that was happening. Like, wh- how did you get this footage? Who was recording? Do you think this will help you sell TVs, etc.? <laughs> but outside of that, it, it probably it might be good for all of us to see that kind of stuff because it wouldn't actually seeing it happen. It would be much less embarrassing than we remembered, probably. I think you're right. I think it would actually kind of funny and maybe healing to see it like, OK, it really wasn't that bad or it was super bad, but like, OK, like to laugh at it later it would be kind of cool. I like how Daniel was very like logical about it. Like, well, why did you have this? Where in my mind, I would just be trying to like throw every piece of clothing I have over the TV so not have it seen. You set off a fire alarm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh boy. So that makes me wonder whose life would be the best to be. Who would walk into the Best Buy and be like, nice? Oh. Because well, like... I'm thinking like some like adventurer type, like fucking uh free solo. Uh his would be kind of boring. It'd be a lot of eating granola in a van. <laughs> um shout out to Alex Honnold. Um I was thinking like yeah, I was thinking like some kind of outdoor David Attenborough type of narration going on, but I don't mm. know who that would be. Yeah, but you never know. Like, he probably hits his wife or something. Like, there's probably... <laughs> I don't mean that about David Attenborough. But there's there's also, like, you never know who has, like, weird stuff we that you don't want to... Yeah. 
Yeah, also, like, if you are having a cool life out in the jungle, you still get a poop, so <laughs> digging a hole in the Amazon <laughs> is probably going to be on that video loop as well. Yeah, that's true. I, you know, the first person that came to mind as far as, like, not somebody super famous, but somebody that I would like to walk in and see all of these things is Greg Heller. Because I feel like his life experiences are just so funny. And I think, like, even his cringy stuff, he'd be, like, totally proud of it. Like, I don't even fucking care. Greg is the best. Yeah. He is. So the calls that came in to Allison and Daniel, the first one was from Angela in Texas. Uh, She's still out working, she was saying. So, but she mentioned that in Texas that you have to have a mask on in the car. And they were trying to speculate on why. And I cannot... I've not heard of this, and I can't understand why. Trace? Uh, for when the cops harass people, when they pull you over, they won't <laughs> want you to pay from you. Um, but I'm I'm partially joking. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a, an officer protection thing, just in case oh. they need to, to pull you over. They don't want they don't want to catch anything. I w- oh okay, that okay that that makes sense. See, us shitty white people don't even think of that, do we? No, yesterday I went to go get food for for our date night and like they do cocktails to go now and I'm like drinking on <laughs> drinking on the way home my in my sippy cup that they gave me and I'm like fuck it, who's pulling me over? I ain't got no mask. Nobody's going to pull me over. And like, yeah, that didn't even cross my mind. That's super shitty. Yeah, it's not great. Um, but <laughs> It is funny that you were just like drinking in the car, but it's funny. <laughs> it's but don't do it, everybody. I'm not advising anybody. No, don't. Um, I, and it's not there... like if I had been drinking all day, I wouldn't be driving anyway. But it's like sipping a drink on the way home. I'm like, this is how adults should be able to have life. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Also, there's just so, so many fewer, hopefully, uh, so many fewer cars on the road and so many fewer people around that you feel like you can in a weird way. You can kind of let your hair down a little bit. Right. It, it felt kind of nice like okay i'm responsible enough to drive from for like 10 minutes sipping a drink not doing shots like i didn't even have you know i not even a quarter of the drink by the way i got home it's just nice to like i don't know it just felt kind of nice to be like an adult but also like a teenager at the same time (laughs) i don't think you needed to clarify that you were not doing shots while driving (laughs) but uh No, well, I suspect she was. Yeah. I didn't want to paint a picture of like it's party time on the way home. I was just like, I'm just. <laughs> like, it's not like I had my butt funnel out. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you mention that, Lisa? I was oh, doing keg right. stands as yeah, I was driving. Daytime drinking. <laughs> she just needed her medicine. That's all. I'm, I'm a better driver. Than... No. <laughs> I didn't have my vodka tampon in my butt. Today. <laughs> What's wrong with you, Megan? <laughs> I met Lisa. Oh. <laughs> We're butt chuggers from way back. Oh, boy. Um, So they were talking about judging other people that are not following the rules. And that's like kind of how I feel. But then also, like, I don't go out in public that often. And when I do, and things change so quickly that, like, I don't know what the rules are. So like I shared before, I did get yelled at somewhere before where I was just like, I'm just not going to go out anymore. Fuck people. Fuck the world. I'm just staying home. And the person that yelled at me was in the wrong, but it still freaked me out where I'm like, I don't want to go do anything normal. Like, can I just have everything delivered to my house and never leave again? I was already leaning 
into that life as before anyway. <laughs> but the people that don't like when I hear, oh, you have to wear a mask when you're out. Okay, then I'm going to have a mask when I'm out. So I bring it with me and I have it. And then people around me are walking around and not having one. I'm like, so do they not get the memo? Are we not supposed, do we not have to wear a mask? Like, do they not give a shit? Or like what Daniel's saying, are they just going to like spread their crap everywhere? Like, I don't, I don't want to be in this place where I have to judge everybody else and start policing people. Like, I just, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> do you guys judge other people when you're out? I mean, sure. <laughs> in general. <laughs> <laughs> the people who would be judged because I've been a very recent adapter of wearing the mask. And I don't know why, besides the fact that I would, I just was going to feel weird and I don't have any actual masks. And um, it wasn't until uh, uh, Monday I went to Walmart to get bandanas or something. And because we ordered masks, but they weren't going to be around and I needed to go shopping. But they will not let you in. Oh. to stores without a mask now so i went to walmart and they said that they weren't gonna let me in and i said well i'm here to buy stuff to cover my mouth and they're like you can't come in so i went back to jess's car and grabbed a scarf and put the scarf around my my mouth and now now i have uh like latex gloves that i'm gonna wear about and uh we're gonna get some like proper face masks soon yeah, but I yes i i was worthy of being judged i I don't know why I wasn't wearing one except for the fact that I was just like probably like feeling invincible and like, well, I'm not the one who has things. Right. But so well, I judge, judge me. I deserve it. I will. Uh, so I ordered some masks from Etsy, which I, I really have been liking them. I have a tons of bandanas, so I was just going to make my own, but it kept falling off my face. And I'm like, I don't. I literally just gave up on going into a store when I was sitting there trying to put it on one day. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going home where I don't have to wear a mask. But uh, yeah, the the ones that I got on Etsy, I should post like a link to it because they make them. They're in LA and they whatever. They're perfect. You can put a little filter in if you want. But um, yeah, I'll be judging you. No, <laughs> I just am no, confused at the rules. It. I really don't mind. And I should be judged. I like really when I mind. see signs that say you Whatever. have to stay six feet away, and then I was at Target the other day, and people are just like cruising right next to me. I'm like, I, like I'm purposely not going down an aisle because one person's down there because I don't want to encroach on their space, which we should almost do in general anyway in life because I feel like people crowd you too much. But like I'm trying to be overly careful, and then everyone else are just like, eh, whatever. So I don't know. I do judge, but then I'm also kind of just confused if I'm just don't know the rules. Yesterday when I was visiting Megan at a safe distance, I noticed that like two thirds of the people walking their dogs were not wearing masks. I thought my neighborhood was bad, but at least the people that are out and about are wearing masks in Megan's neighborhood. Fucking nobody gives a shit. So fuck everyone in North Hollywood. <laughs> wow. Fuck us all. But also, I, I think everyone should be wearing masks, but I feel like there is less like risk if you do keep a lot of space between you and whoever's around. Like if you're not going to be passing by and like breathing at each other, I don't think there's that much of a risk, but yes, you should still be wearing masks. Yeah. And I, I, I do yeah. have the feeling of like, I've been wanting to go out on walks more, but then I think, are you supposed to be, I don't even, I don't think you need a mask driving and I don't think you need one while you're just walking just out in the world. But 
uh, but like I said, I don't know the rules. What were you going to say, Trace? Uh, no, just when I go on walks, I, I if there's a stranger like on the same side of the street as me, I'll usually ask them to spit in my mouth, but I've stopped that <laughs> since this whole thing started. Um, no, I think you can, if you want to go out, and my understanding is, uh, if you want to go out in public and walk around without a mask, it's fine if if you're not near anyone. Like, if if someone's, you know, 20 feet away or on the other side of the street or whatever, that's fine. Um, the mask thing does make more sense in like a grocery store where people are going to be, um, you know, closer to or closer to one another or touching all the same stuff or whatever. Uh, so yeah, wear a mask when you, when you can, it's, it's appropriate. And frankly, uh, looks pretty cool. You look like an old time bandit when you cover your face with a, <laughs> yes. ban- a bandana or a t-shirt or whatever you got. So even if you don't have like a mask mask, uh, you know, do it just for like the Instagram. Right. Well, there was this guy that came up on me when I was waiting at BevMo and I was like, my initial instincts are like to freak out because like it's this man with his with a bandana around his face. And I'm just like, oh, my God, he could be robbing us right now. But I don't know. I'm not going to like react because we're all supposed to be covered. Um, but Wait, so- I tried to go to BevMo yesterday and they're only doing online orders. Yeah. Did you order online? Oh, yeah. I've been last week. Uh, I did two okay. orders online. But um, in general, <laughs> once a week I go and I plan it for the first hour that they're open for, at, from 10 to 11 or whatever. And it's their system is so well run that I'm like, I can do BevMo. Plus, it's super close to my house. But like, I, I haven't gone to Trader Joe's because I don't want to deal with the line. I I just went to target but like i don't really need to go there very often and albertson's like freaked me out with all the one-way shit and like people being crazy but bevmo they've got their shit figured out and you just go wait in line and you don't go inside they have a table set up blocking the door and then they just bring you your stuff when they'll email you when it's ready and it's like smooth situation (laughs) a little yeah i think Never mind. What was that? Never mind me, too. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, um, when you walked up to that table, was it like, like cheers? And they were like, Lisa! <laughs> I'm just waiting for them to be like, oh, the hard seltzer broads back. Because <laughs> typically it's about sure five, have, 12 packs. They, they have plenty of hard seltzer broads, I'm sure. Oh, pff, all the basic bitches are there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the complex bitches. Yeah. I'm a complex bitch and I have white claw and shit. Yeah. But, I, or- um, I, I ordered other yeah, I never, stuff. I don't bother with Trader Joe's because I know that the place is like the, the layout is cramped and tiny to begin with. Yeah. So I'm not somebody who ever, ever shops at Walmart, but I've been going religiously to Walmart and being really mad, noticing that the prices of their stuff is significantly lower Whoa. than what I find in Ralph's and anywhere else. And I'm oh, like, you yeah. have us all wrapped around your fucking finger. Yep. I don't want to shop here, but you're so fucking cheap. But, like, I go there and there's more space. So, like, like, you can social distance better. And, like, if I want, you know, the bandanas and the groceries, as you know, I always do, Ralphie. Oh. <laughs> um, I just can get it all done in one place. And, and it's super cheap. If you cheap. could and combine so the two, bandanas and right. eating groceries, then. Um. Yeah, I I want to go to Trader Joe's because I miss all of the, you know, regular stuff that I buy. But I'm like, I'm not dealing with a line. But I think the reason why they always have a line is because it is so small. And they only let, I think, 10 people in at a time. 
So that makes me feel a little bit better. And you could probably only go one way or whatever. I just, I haven't tackled it yet because I'm like, I don't need shit that bad. I mean, I have a new system with my grocery delivery. Like I find a time slot and I just like start making an order before and just, I, I lock it in like every week. So I always have something coming like on Tuesday or whatever. Just, all right, this is going to be my day. I get groceries and who knows what's in stock and what's not. But yeah, it's just been very strange. All right. The the next color was Marissa from Brooklyn. She's a therapist and she's feeling lucky, which it was nice to hear her side of it. Um, but she's also super into kombucha. And I'm kind of surprised that she's gone on this, goes on these missions when you can easily just make it at home. And I know, Megan, you are someone that has made kombucha. And I got a kit for Christmas that I have not made it yet. And I love kombucha, but not enough to be like hunting it down at places or you know gearing up for it i would rather make it what what's your advice for this lady (laughs) um well first of all i need to declare that i'm making kombucha at this minute it should be ready any day now nice but what is her advice what does she need about kombucha well she's going out and buying it and can't find it anywhere and she's obsessed with kombucha and it's like how about make it yourself i mean how long does it take to make what's the process because i'm about to so right now we're making um, whiskey and we're making strawberry brandy and then we've got strawberry wine next and then kombucha's coming up. So what's the, what? Mm-hmm. How, how long does it take? I'm trying to find exactly the brand that I buy because it's really, really easy to start off with. And they were a Shark Tank product and I oh. like them. I think it's just called, um, man, is that it? Yeah, this is it the kombucha shop.com so they give you everything that you need to start um and you basically need first uh the mother as right. it is called or the scoby which is super gross but it's not going to matter once you get used to it um all you do is you brew a pot of tea so you dip a few like i think you need six ounces of tea so you dip like five or six tea bags and boil it up and then you add a cup of water And then you pour it into the gallon um, and add four cups of cold water. And then um, you add your SCOBY. And what's the best part about it is there's these tiny, super simple, easy, science-y, like chemistry type things that you can do. You have to get the pH right. So you have these pH strips with the pH measurer. Um, So you dip in the pH strip and it turns a certain color. And then it's like, it needs to be this color to like be in the good zone. And then you can compare the scale of colors with what your color is and it's always fucking right because they set you up for success and then they have a little tape on the side that shows you what temperature it's in because so it's like this piece of black tape that acts as a uh, temperature gauge so it you see it like turn a specific color at a specific degree and if and again that's almost always right too unless you don't like boil your water which would be dumb Uh, but then basically you just let it sit um, between seven and nine days is usually recommended, but I like my kombucha a bit more tart. So I leave it in for maybe like days. Um, And what I do, and I would recommend it to everybody uh, because I I don't think I would ever drink kombucha with no flavoring. Uh, And this is, this has a semi-complex step that might be seen as a bit much for people, but I would add, um, like 
apples or ginger and lemon uh, and, you know, sort of get little funnels to pour into each of these individual glasses. And you can buy like bulk little kombucha glasses online. They're not that expensive. I got so those you, like, uh, from the gross bottles that you had mentioned. So I'm like, I want those. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, so you just take a funnel and you pour it in from the gallon and then you have to dice up like either the ginger and lemon or the apples or whatever you want to in flavor you want to infuse in it. You have to dice that up really small in order to get into the... Hi, love. Hi, Mr. Feeney. I'm on a podcast. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> For people who don't know, uh, Megan's engaged to Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm on the patio outside, and Justice brought Mr. Feeney outside. No, um, he's a baby boy. He's so cute. But anyways, um, so yeah, so the extra step is to infuse it and let it sit for a few days with whatever you decide to add to it. You store them away for like three days, then they come out, and then they're drinkable. I would say the one thing that might be extra annoying that I find extra annoying is that when you do drink it with the pulped up, diced up stuff, like that gets kind of weird because it's constantly like blocking hmm. what you're drinking out yeah. of it kind of clogs up but it tastes fucking delicious yeah so I'm into that i would recommend it to everybody i'm seeing that the kit is 45 dollars online and again each kombucha is like what fucking five or six dollars yeah. it's so worth it and <clears throat> yeah i have ginger and i still have some lemons on our tree so that was going to be my flavorings and i'm just excited about having it fresh and made and just i don't know i know daniel was talking about like people that love it and swear by it and you know they just talk about this like loogie thing that you that you drink at the end and it's like it's not like that at all it's so like to me it's not very vinegary and it's not there's no like you know gross uh viscous i mean it's a tiny bit of something but it's really not as bad as everybody if you, talks if about. you make it you have to get the loogies out like they're they're what kind of brand do you drink usually when you buy it from the store do you remember well it used to always be the synergy but then um i love um uh, trader joe's makes their own that i like because it's also it's good but it's also cheaper but um what's the one with the anchor on it that one i like a lot yes i'm looking that one up it's called health health aid that's the one i get off and those do have little i like that one a lot little ones but they do have them yeah those are the ones i try to replicate um i should add I'm looking at the pomegranate one online from Health Aid, and pomegranate is also like the ideal infusion. Okay, you so the, we the have pomegranates coming. So as soon as they're ready, I'm making it. I'm gonna put that in there and uh, make that. Um, I yeah. used to have the chia seed one from Synergy, and that was weird because you're like drinking and kind of chewing at the same time. It's kind of weird. I liked it. Me Just too. It made it an activity. Yeah, it was kind of like a slimy little. I don't know. <laughs> party yes a slimy, slimy party. party in a glass maybe we just like these kinds of things in our mouth <laughs> okay i i certainly don't but yeah i don't know maybe i do a grocery I, m- I must eater um sorry mm-hmm. that's rafi all right the next caller was joshua and both he and his wife work in a hospital which is like oh my god that would give me hives just worrying about each other and ourselves in everything that is going on right now Um, but as Daniel said, and I think Allison did too, that 
that they truly are heroes. I know they go to they go to work doing this all day, you know, every day. That's their life. But like when you throw this into the mix, I don't know if people added, you know, like thought about this as part of something that was going to be daily life. Nobody. Yeah, nobody's like, here. Yeah, it's fine. We can just breeze through it. Uh, also, Emma. Rafi, are you sleeping? Yeah. Me, me, me. I fell asleep during the kombucha talk. Oh! <laughs> you asshole. Uh, Emma called in and she was a young listener. And she sounded like she was going to cry. And it was very sad because she had to have the orphan talk with her parents. And having those scary conversations with your parents or your friends or family or anything is just... Know, it's heartbreaking. But it's sad it's sad that she's having to deal with that right now and hopefully she doesn't have to be an orphan because i can't imagine i don't know your whole life is just it's all about you because she sounds like she's an only child and then now you might just i don't know to look on the horizon that you might be alone that's kind of crazy so this part made me think so when all this started happening i was thinking if shit goes south where am i going and I thought, I need to get to Lisa's house. They got guns. They've got everything I need. We'll be fine. Mike knows how to forage. I'm set. And I said, no, they're good. I'm just going to be a burden. I'm just going to be one more mouth to feed. I need to go help Megan because she's a babe in the woods. <laughs> and I was, <laughs> I was like, when shit goes south. You got the babe right part. <laughs> babe right part. <laughs> I was like, I gotta go help Megan and Jess. They're just gonna be slaughtered as soon as things go south. So at least I can help them. So Why uh, aren't you the babe in the woods? You're alone in your shoebox apartment, Rafi. <laughs> I would like to see someone try to take my <laughs> one lamb. Your one? Excuse your me. one Modelo? Uh, your one frozen this, burrito? Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, excuse me. Do you want six chimichangas? <laughs> Come and get them, bitch. Um, <laughs> Over my, so, out of my cold, dead hand. <laughs> so, uh, they will try, be cold because they were holding a frozen chimichanga. Try, <laughs> try, who are you going to uh, run to when things go south? Uh, I don't have a plan for that. Uh, so I do have family members that aren't too far. But again, these are like people with kids and stuff. So I don't want to, I would have to really think about it, whether or not I'd be like, Helping them out. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I would probably try to go it alone, you know. Yeah, okay. I don't see the scenario Me, during this Megan, in which it would Jess benefit anybody if you go on. have to get together because otherwise all of you are dead. Yeah. Um, no just wait. When there's a run on kombucha, Megan, guess who's coming after you? <laughs> if if uh, we need some dead cilantro, you're our girl. <laughs> My basil is still kind of alive, everybody. So I do appreciate the maturity of Raphael and Trace when <laughs> Megan was talking about um, dipping tea bags. <laughs> I also I did not even think about. I it. also applaud myself, <laughs> except for I've just said I told it now. You, I told you. <laughs> Damn it! I've been trying to snort outside of the mic, but that was right into it. That was a hearty one. All right. Ooh, uh, Catherine from Michigan. She has a nice positive attitude and was just uh, thanking them for the show, which is nice. 
Um, also, the last color was a nice color. Didn't leave their name, but was just positive. And I thought that was really nice. I Did don't... anyone else notice that the girl that called was a 15-year-old girl? And then the next person who called was like, I just got my 15-year-old daughter to listen. <laughs> Did anyone catch that? I, I like, oh did. Okay, I was waiting mom? for Daniel to make the joke like, "Oh, did you have a, a the you know the um, the talk with or your daughter about talk. being an orphan?" <laughs> I was waiting for that joke to come out when she the next person called, but uh, yeah, I, apparently they're nicer than me. <laughs> Can I say one thing about the orphan call? Since you're a mama, yeah, I I didn't know whether or not that was shitty of the parents to talk about like I get that it's something you would have to talk about if they were like laying on their deathbeds but I'm like man are you just freaking out your kid for no reason right now I don't but Allison didn't respond that way like it wasn't reasonable and I'm not a parent so I'm wondering what you thought as a parent I think she just didn't want to like hurt a listener's feelings (laughs) but I do think that that's a little drastic like wait it's not like if you got if you got it and you're these people that are obviously um compromised then have the talk but like i don't know why putting fear yeah. into the daughter is necessary right now yeah I wonder, okay i wonder uh, if this is the difference between men and women because i was thinking that it's smart oh Off, all like death surprises everyone Okay, that's fair. If you're thinking about it when it's coming, you know, and you know it's coming, it's way too late for that. It's always better to prepare ahead of time. Like, if you had a test coming up, would you want someone to tell you, hey, the test is on American history and it's in 20 minutes, or would you rather have 20 years to prepare? So well, the difference that? is that I wouldn't become an orphan if I failed the history <laughs> test, but I would if my That's parents what died. I, this is well, just, what my not not what, this not a similar comparison. What I'm is thinking is is if if you have that point of view, then they should have already been having that talk because they could die no matter what, with or without Very COVID true. or whatever. So yeah. like they should have already had that talk if they're worried. But now trying to add fear when this world is already kind of crazy, like I would be like. Mm, I might tiptoe around a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I I didn't know I I was not as clear. Um, I didn't have I did not have as clear a negative reaction as Megan really said. It was like I don't know if this is maybe kind of very responsible and mature of the parents because we're not talking about like a six year old. She's fifteen. Like she knows that both of her parents are sick, and if something should happen, then it should be. Um, there should be as few surprises as possible to go along with that. Um, and it's it's one thing to say, oh, well, talk to the talk to your daughter when if you actually are positive for something for COVID-19 or whatever. But with the one of the main issues going on right now in this country is that people aren't getting tested as often as as much as they should be. So they might not know. And people are asymptomatic for a long time also. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I I. If I had to guess, I would say maybe the parents are being a little uh, dramatic about it, but it's not uh, its not that clear-cut, I don't think. And it, I think part of it is just the use of the word 
orphan. Right. Like, orphan like, is a very say, you know, word. Yeah, I think if you're that the drama of it, kid, it could just be like, you know much. what I think, like, just so you know, like, of course, nothing is guaranteed that it's going to go either way. But if this ends up happening, like, you know, your aunt's got you. Like, you don't have to be like, so if you're orphaned, then yeah. this is going to happen. If you become a bastard after the fact. <laughs> um, <Okay. laughs> Maybe I don't know if that's the the fifteen year old's word or if her parents are saying that. So I I don't know. Oh, she's one right. of COVID that's what I was bastards. Thinking. I knew it. Well, maybe she's trying to get adopted by Allison and Daniel. <laughs> it's a, it's entirely a out. fake story. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was the end of the calls. They did it. iTunes neg pause, and I I know last week we talked with Leanne, and she was very much like she needs to stop with the negatives because, and this is something. I am okay. I don't really care either way, even though I only remember the negatives. So it's really not in her best interest, I don't think. Um, just put the positives and we'll all put more positives out there. But uh, they talked about, you know, if this is potty humor or like whatever, then it's your show or whatever. And, uh, last week they talked about what would be the grossest thing to eat on the toilet. First of all, eating on the toilet, I think is disgusting anyway. But Allison said it would be oysters. And I'm wondering... What do you guys think is the worst thing to eat on the toilet? Because why not bring this show down like Alice's show? Well, thank you for asking. <laughs> uh, so this is similar to Trice chimes in right away. On the old Thursday show, they had this conversation about what's mm. the worst thing yeah. to eat in a car. In the and kind car, of, yeah. Yeah, and it kind of reminded me of that. They decided on soup, I think. Cause yes. You know, there's risks. Um, soup and cereal, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, on the toilet. For some reason, I'm thinking salad. Like there's something. It, it feels like a like a healthier, cleaner food, but also feels just real weird to be eaten on a toilet. Like everything is kind of weird. To like spaghetti is super weird. Spaghetti yeah, was so the I don't first know. thing that came to my mind. I was like, I. And plus, I think it's also because one of my favorite movies is is called Gummo, and there was this scene where he's eating spaghetti in a bathtub, and I'm like, that rings true to like disgusting levels of. Uh, visual and like I wouldn't uh, no I can't be hungry in the bathroom like it's just even if the bathroom smells fresh and clean like I don't want to eat in there it's gross and oysters sounds like the easiest and best thing to eat in there if I had to choose because one handed two things I think the best thing for Allison to eat in the bathroom would be asparagus because she often talked about during the Corolla show how she wanted to report live from the toilet to see how long it takes from when you ingest the asparagus to the smell. <laughs> the hard-hitting stuff. Yeah. Um, but this reminded me of when I was in either elementary or middle school, we had a teacher, and I can't remember if it was our regular teacher or a substitute, but she was overwhelmed, kind of snapped at the class. And one of the things she mentioned was that one of the kids went to the bathroom and ate like some hostess cupcakes or something. <laughs> and she's like, that's disgusting. Do you know how many germs are in there? And that always has stuck with me because I, I was like, yeah, who the fuck? Go? I'm with Daniel. I hate when I go to a fucking bar and there's dudes with their fucking beer on top of <clears throat> the urinal. No. You disgusting animal. I'd rather be drugged and leave it outside the door. <laughs> I'm just going to edit that to say i'd rather be drugged yeah 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 <laughs> oh you're editing oh phew. <laughs> i've made on the toilet in recent history and oh. 
Are I you on the toilet myself, now? And are you eating? I just got back from the toilet. Thank you. <laughs> um, wasn't eating anything. Didn't bring my truly with me. But I did think about the fact that I think I eat on the toilet maybe like once every two years or maybe like an annual event hmm. just because I like am addicted to whatever I'm chomping on. and I don't want to stop. And I also bring my glass in with me uh, at the bathroom. But we all know that I have very little uh, hygiene. So probably not a surprise to anybody. Well, I mean, I know Ruffy likes old food that's been sitting down on the on the counter, but I, and he likes to eat groceries. But I didn't know if he likes to eat in the toilet as well. Mm-hmm. I, I certainly don't. I I don't think I would even be as offended with women because they're sitting the whole time. I feel like for men, if you're standing at Speak the urinal, there's a, there's a whole oh. lot of spray going on oh. and um. Okay, just and also women have to fear their drink being roofied while they're gone that is true so in that case i say go for it but if you're a dude and you're just like fucking putting your beer on the urinal like i said what you need to do is drink like a fucking champ pound your beer and then go into the restroom don't be an idiot either way and can you imagine just picture this picture one lisa lowry sitting on the toilet eating a hot dog is this something that you want to see I'm picturing it and I don't mind. <laughs> I mean... No comment. This doesn't defend me. <laughs> okay, what if I was eating spaghetti? It actually seems in character. Yeah, that kind of does, actually. That was a little too on the nose. That would be your album little... cover if you ever found an album. <laughs> it would. <laughs> oh. Whenever there's a dinner plate, whenever there's a dinner plate, it seems a little more, all right, just like... Is it? I go down. But if it's just like a handheld food, like a little snack, that's fine. So if you're eating a taco or something, you're cool with that? Mm, I mean the food, the taco. I'm I'm starting to realize this is really a case basis, I guess. It is so, so no corn on the cob. <laughs> so you oh, have an, yeah. So you have annual <laughs> toilet um eatings. So what what do you eat on the toilet? I wish I remembered, but I was eating something not too long ago cheese plate i don't remember what i eat i think it might have been i think it might have been a string cheese (laughs) oh my god i don't ever have to go to the bathroom that bad like i would put my like i no i would no i just don't have the interruptions like i need no i just can't imagine any of this happening like i would go to the bathroom before i ate or i would wait until after i don't yeah i like to i just like my food too much human needs need to be met at the same time and one, mm. I don't want to deprive myself of the freedom to do both. Have you ever gone for the trifecta? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> or there could I, be more. I mean, yeah. Right. Wait, well, what is the trifecta? Well, I was thinking of like eating and going to the bathroom and maybe having okay. sex. Yes. But this I'm, is what I thought of. Really, what it is is throwing up and peeing, and I guess trying to eat a snack. Oh. But I don't know if that's possible. I've definitely pooped and okay. thrown up at the same time. <laughs> I've, I've peed a little bit and thrown up. <laughs> oh yeah, I went in my yeah. uh, just a little. Yeah, the hangover throw up when you like pee at the same time. It's like, well, this is happening. It's all happening at once. <laughs> Lisa. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if you're familiar familiar mm. with something called the Blumpkin. I but believe is, 
I've heard of it. It's a blowjob while you take a shit. And I have, I mean, I know it's like one of those things. Well, who is taking a shit? The blower or the blowy? Hot pocket. Oh, the Alabama hot pocket? Is it the blowy or the blower? Consider. Pardon? Who's shitting? The blowy or the blower? The dude. Oh my, oh my God. Can you imagine if someone's taking a shit? I was just like, yeah, baby. It's captive audience, yeah. Get it. I think the dude is taking the shit and he's getting blown. Okay. God. It's That's actually far more, far more misogynistic than the other way, by the way. I would never, ever in a million years be okay with getting a blumpkin. <laughs> Suck that D and nice D. <laughs> okay. Um, Drop D. Dropping a D while you're sucking a D. That is kind of, uh, that's a bit much. Just uh, one last comment about the eating on the toilet thing. Um, <laughs> it it feels weirdly decadent to me. Like, if you if you just describe someone eating on the toilet, I picture like an old, rich, fat guy like mm, eating like a full steak. Like turkey or something. Fork. Yeah. Like with a crown on. Are you picturing a crown? <laughs> Not, no, I am now, yeah. <laughs> Oh, so we're going to have to have a disclaimer on this episode. Don't do not eat while you're unless you're a real freak. Do not eat while you're uh, listening to this episode. Um, I'm specifically talking to Dr. J because I think pretty sure she eats like cereal while she's listening to this, which is like, no, don't. Okay. Do you guys have anything else from Monday before we do childish chat? Oh, yeah. The the shitty iTunes comment. smells of like angry Corolla listener mm. to me. He's putting that out there. Um there's there's his his listeners I think are more upset than usual because they hate themselves and also his show that they listen to every day. Um but no I don't think there's an, oh, I guess kind of. So Allison talked about her friend uh Brooke who died in the skydiving accident. Oh yeah. Um yeah and she said she had like a really she described it as a hot and heavy best or hot and heavy friendship monogamous best friendship um they had multiple best friends necklaces and i was wondering like oh is this is this podcast in a weird way like a compensation for that like having Mm. lost a friend who she was super attached to like even just by the name like is it is it um does does she have a fixation with that kind of thing that's maybe more than the average person well i mean you'd have to assume so because she started a podcast about it but uh, just a thought that occurred to me I think that's a super good point. That is a pretty impressive. Yeah, that's an impressive uh, psychological breakdown there. I've never thought of that. That combined with always wanting to be cool and have a lot of girlfriends that I didn't realize she didn't have that, which makes me sad. So I do think it has to be connected, right? I think so. Yeah, at least a little bit. Allison, why don't you just come over for we're going to have a sleepover. Let's all have a hot and heavy I don't think I've ever had a friendship like that. That like if it was hot and heavy, it would have been like crossing lines. So I don't, I don't think I've ever yeah. been that close with any friend, um, unless we we got close. <laughs> I was gonna say the ones that I have had, which I have, but like, like five years down the line, I was like, oh, I was in love with that best friend like that quote-unquote best friend was like the love of my life for four years so i've never had a platonic one of those right yeah i can't imagine 
it sounded a little deeper than I can imagine having with just like a regular friend. Yeah, I don't know. I think that is semi-normal. Someone drop, Rocky drop. He's getting a block. <laughs> Are you the receiver or the camera? <laughs> Trice. What? What? Oh, you're here. Yes, Everyone's I'm here. here. We're all Rafi? here. Oh no! Yeah, Lisa was joking about Rafi getting a blumpkin. He, he put that in the chat. He messaged us that he's getting a blumpkin. Brb. Oh. oh, excuse me. What? Okay, I don't know. No, let's. We're good. I don't no. know. <laughs> <laughs> it's always safe to just say no. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> all right. Before he or I'll wait till he comes back. Oh, he's blumping uh... away. Non kind of show related because it came up. They mentioned the the posting pictures of yourself at twenty thing. Has anyone else? Have you guys seen this online on social media? I have not seen it, and I don't even know if I I have pictures of me at twenty. Oh, maybe one. I don't even know. Uh, No, I have not seen this, but I'm not on Instagram at all ever. I've seen it, but I I'm unwilling to participate. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I've seen it. Uh, Yeah, I've I've definitely seen people do it. Whenever. A couple years ago, the last time one of these challenges went around, someone posted like, you know, they're going to use this for facial recognition software. They're going to track everybody. And I was like, I'm not a paranoid person, but also like you totally could use it for that if you wanted to. So I don't I'm slightly skittish about that um, for that reason, even though that's not the most likely thing to happen. Um, Also, I I do have a picture of myself at 20 ish, but I don't I don't know if I'm exactly 20. Well, Wait, what is supposed to happen if there's facial recognition? What kind um, of evil just, will come out of that? Uh, just they'll be able to tell. They'll, they will get better at facial recognition because they can then compare you at 20 to you at whatever age you are now and see how your face changed and they'll get more sophisticated and be able to be better at tracking people, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. Track hmm. me away. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up to. I'm not up to anything. <laughs> yeah, she's just I mean, drinking shots in her car on the yeah. way home. <laughs> Get her, guys. Get me. <laughs> I'm gonna send this file to the OC Sheriff's Department. Oh, Lisa, <laughs> providing to, your license plate number. We need to talk about your people. Uh-oh, which uh oh. Your OC people. So. Oh God. Uh, a beach opened up recently, or some oh, Orange County beaches opened up. I know they were I, protesting. There were like thousands of people who apparently showed up just to be like, "Hey, man, I'm just gonna fucking." It's America, basically, mm-hmm. and so like the beach was like super well, packed. Huntington is people... like the whitest, most privileged beach of all. Makes sense. Yeah. Shout out to my beach. Apparently, Blumpkin is over. <laughs> um, yeah. So, the um, what was it? <coughs> Excuse me. <sighs> the uh, protest. There was a sign at the restaurant that I went to last night that was like, "We are taking it back, and we want to go back to work." And it's like, let's all just settle down for a minute, and we'll get there. Let's not jump the gun here. Were you going to ask if I was there, or what were you wondering? Oh, no. No, I just wanted to point out that your Orange County people are oh. are acting like themselves. <laughs> They're right on point with themselves. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because 
I don't consider that my, you know, whatever, because Orange County is so huge. Like, there's so many cities that I'm like, that's in Orange County? That's weird. I don't even feel like I am. I just feel like I'm in the city of Orange. It's solo. <laughs> the beach is OC to me and, like, nothing else. Everything else is just, like, its own, like, crappy... I don't even know what it is anymore. I think I'm getting drunk. That's fun. All right. <clears throat> Rafi, you're done with your blumpy? Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think it's time for LK's Childish Chat. Rafi, do you have a jingle for us? Childish Chat. Boo, boo, boo. Still don't know the song. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Rafi. Hi, Megan. Hi, Trice. Hi, friends. Hi, everybody. This is Lauren Kay with some Childish Chat. Um, so Allison and Greg started out talking about how the quarantine is kind of helping them to, uh, be in the moment. And Allison said that she is being more present with the kids and she finds herself being more able to do, uh, like slow, boring games with the kids that are on their level that they enjoy. Um, and she's able to just be enjoying them having a good time. Um, and Greg said also he's, having like hour, hour and a half long dinners with his family. They're like talking, hanging out, doing practical jokes on each other. So uh, they're both uh, really being in the moment. Allison said that she's she's heard that some people are going to have a hard time going back to normal after the quarantine. And she feels that she feels the opposite. She thinks that she is going to just go right back to normal like it never happened. Leanne Kreischer is the guest on this episode, and um, I like her a lot. I've, I've heard her on other podcasts before, um, and I really enjoy her. I love her voice, her accent, and just she's one of those people who you feel like, um, or who I feel anyway, like she always knows the right thing to do. Um, and I also feel that way about Ellen Moss, um, and I felt that way about Colonel Jeff, too, kind of like those are good people to get advice from. Um, and so Bert Kreischer, her husband, came on in the beginning. He wanted to talk about uh, Greg having shaved his head. He saw it on Instagram, uh, Greg's daughter shaving his head. And he said, um, Greg said that Joe Rogan had been saying for years to him to shave his head. And he's so glad that he finally did it because before he did, he would like think about and worry about his hair getting thinner. And he said, no, he just doesn't have to think about it anymore. And it's, it's great. Um, and Bert said, sometimes he thinks about shaving his head. Um, and Leanne said she likes his hair. Um, Bert and Leanne, uh, are being their best selves while on quarantine, uh, Leanne's been losing weight and working with a trainer, and Bert is sober. He's not drinking at all right now. I wrote down 15 years, but I, they might have been together longer. They, they've been together for a long time, and Leanne said when they first met, they had like no money, and so like their date nights would be just playing Scrabble together, and she said they would have the greatest time, and so she knows um, kind of that whatever happens, like they still have that. They They can always do something like that together and, and enjoy, enjoy each other's company. Leanne is an only child and she never thought that she'd get married. She didn't always know that she wanted to have kids. Um, she grew up with a mother who had borderline personality disorder. Um, and she said her mom has not been diagnosed, but, um, Leanne's had a lot of therapy and read a lot of books and that's, that's what they kind of come up with. Um, and she said she, growing up, could never go against anything that her mom said or believed. Um, she said kind of like going against her opinion was like life-threatening 
to her mom. And when she was 13, she was allowed to choose if she wanted to live with her mom or dad. So she chose her dad. And then her mom didn't talk to her for three years. And then her mom uh, again didn't talk to her. Uh, She said when she was 23 years old, she refused to lie to her mom's fourth husband. And again, then she froze her out. Um, She said her mom's been married six times. She just got divorced the sixth time, I guess. Um, So she said she never had a good view of marriage and never um, learned how to argue. She didn't have a sibling. And she always thought, like, if you argue, they leave. Um, And her dad said that she would have to marry someone where she was never bored. And Bert is definitely not boring. Um, So she learned what not to do from her mom. Um, So for her own kids, she she tries to see them and meet them where they are and not try and fit them into a box. Let them be them. Um, Leanne was a hitter. She would break things, throw things, hit, um, because she didn't know how to, how to properly fight. And so she's, she has learned that now. Um, she believes that you marry what you need to fix. And she said, Bert is not like narcissistic like her mother was, but he's just very self-focused. Um, and often she kind of has to be patient with him and let him have his time and then she can get what she needs. Um, their one daughter, Georgia is 15. She gets herself up and handles all her schoolwork, the homeschool for during the quarantine. Um, their daughter, Isla needs a lot of help from Leanne, uh, doesn't want to get up and has a little bit more trouble. And Greg said his daughter, Jojo has a lot of trouble getting up and going with that also. And, um, both for Isla and Jojo, they say rewards work. And so for Isla, she really wanted to have a virtual sleepover, which Leanne thought was silly, but she said she, um, if she had the sleepover, um, she would need to wake up earlier, uh, for the week. And so Isla did it and she did, and she did wake up. Um, and then for Jojo, Greg said that she really wanted to do like this social distancing, skateboarding hangout with her friends. Um, and he his first in- instinct was to say no but then he said yes but that she needed to wake up at 10:30 every morning um to do her schoolwork and everything and she agreed and yeah rewards work <laughs> Leanne's high was um being able to get Isla up and running pretty much on her own now to get uh her schoolwork done um Allison said she and Daniel and Elliot are going around and saying what they're grateful for Um, And that when they did that, Elliot was going like he was making a list, like as if he was writing it down while they said it. And that was really cute. Um, And Greg's high was a Zoom call with 14 of his college friends. There are lows. Leanne said um, she got up on kind of the wrong side of the bed, uh, I think she said the day before, and kind of just had a bad day. And then it kind of spread to Bert because she's such like an influence on him. um, So that it was... uh, the bad day for her. Um, and Allison's low was, um, she was talking about Becky being sick and being in the hospital and, uh, not knowing what was going on. Um, and of course we know that, um, Becky passed away and that's so sad and I'm so sorry. Um, Greg says uh, his low was that his mom's best friend passed away um, and she was a very friendly lady and really funny and that she was just one of those people. Um, And oh, and I guess I have to say they did talk about chickens because Leanne has chickens. 
Um, she said that they lay about five eggs a week per chicken. She has them trained. She does a call to them and they know to come into the coop for food. Um, and she and her daughters, uh, since they've kind of kept up with always uh, training them to be handled and everything, she and her girls can pick them up. And one of them even sits on her lap while she reads. Um, chickens sound awesome. I really wish that I could have chickens here. Um, so that's about it for now. And I, I really hope that everyone is doing well. Um, I like y'all very much. Bye. Oh, Lauren, you're just the best. Anybody have any childish chat thoughts? Um, I, uh, uh, occasionally listen to childish. It's not my favorite show, uh, but I've, I've, I don't hate it either. It's just, uh, you, you know, these issues, Greg has been better lately, I think. Um, but I'm sort of an on and off listener. I listen to this one. I do like when they have a guest on. It sort of changes the the flow of the show a little bit. Um, yeah, it was it was okay. I guess I don't I don't have any real thoughts other than uh, Leanne Kreischer. Her call for the chickens is just call them ladies. So oh. she'll go out and say hey ladies, and then all the chickens will come running, which is adorable. <laughs> That's really cute. I forgot that this was a pre-recorded message, and I was about to ask Lauren, oh. uh, what was that call again? But oh, that's so cute. <laughs> so, good enough for me. I agree. I just like hearing her voice. Uh, so Leanne talked about having uh, losing weight with all of this, which I was like, okay, this is going to be my chance. I'm going to like really step it up and lose some weight. And then like, I guess Bert is not drinking, which I'm like, I'm totally not going to be doing that. I'm going to be 100% drinking. And that's probably why I haven't been able to lose any weight. Um, but that's fine. I just need to enjoy my life a little bit. And uh, if this, yeah, no, I'm not going to say that. Um and talking about getting along with your husband and doing fun things that you can, like the things that you did when you maybe didn't have money or just to pass the time. And my husband and I play cards every single afternoon and it's just like our own little time to just like connect and talk. And uh, I really look forward to that. So I hope that after all of this, like we still keep doing it because it's just become part of our routine now. And... I think we need to all have a virtual sleepover. I don't know how the fuck that works. Um, you definitely marry what you need to fix. Or maybe just marry the opposite. I don't know. Maybe I don't. Mm, no. Uh, and chickens. I've had chickens and I love them. And I and I and we can have them in orange. So um, we've been planning on doing it for however long. And now should be the time to just have chickens. Like, I don't even really care about eating eggs, but having chickens, it just makes it feel like you're in the middle of nowhere. And even though you're not, and I did have, I didn't have calls for them, but I, they definitely were more trained where I would hold them. And I, you know, when you go to put them to bed or whatever, like they know where, what they're supposed to do. And, um, I really miss having chickens. And I, and Lauren, I wish you had, I wish you could have chickens because I think you would be an awesome chicken mommy. <laughs> that sounds really not cute, but uh, she would do a bang up job. On the subject of losing weight, like I, I, if I were exercising regularly at all, I would be killing it, but I'm not. Like I, I eat so much less terribly now because mm. normally I'd be eating like a lot of stuff from restaurants and a lot of fast food and whatever. And I've stopped doing 90% of that in the last couple of weeks. And I'm like, man, if I, if I actually exercised regularly, I'd be doing great. But I'm not, so I'm not. But 
you know, hypothetically, I can see how that would work out. Yeah, I, don't I, know. My, I had high hopes. <laughs> my friend is very into fitness, and he was like, oh, I've lost like seven pounds since this started. I was like, uh, yeah, I've probably put on your seven <laughs> and another ten, because all I do is drink and fucking eat. But uh, What else is there? Yeah, yeah what, what else is there to do? I don't the know. Bible, Lisa. Oh, I was going to say, Bible. Rafi's Bible, zip. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Thursday. <clears throat> we were her little quarantine-induced sourdough bread experiments sent in by Victoria Miller on Patreon. I've definitely experimented with sourdough and failed at it, but I wouldn't mind doing it again. It sounds like uh, Allie Ward's been doing that. Um, or had someone on that knows more about it have you done this uh does anyone like sourdough but uh, more importantly super fan megan you're into kombucha mm. and mothers and mm-hmm. whatnot sourdough mm-hmm. is very similar mm-hmm. so what's what's the scoop on that with you well sourdough is a carb and i haven't Ooh, done well boy. i haven't done well keeping away from those but i tend towards the ones that are readily eaten um and sourdough has not been around okay um I don't hate sourdough, but it's definitely, like, not my first choice. Definitely not. Okay. I definitely have it as my first choice in my refrigerator now. But I tried making it, and the mother went bad, and it was like, ooh, Billy, that's disgusting. So that's why, I think that's why I was always scared about kombucha, because it's similar, but I don't think it's as similar. I don't know. There's too many variables. I don't similar know. Similar to sourdough? How is maybe I'm missing what sourdough what has is like a mother sourdough. as well. So you, uh, and it's passed down for generations. That. So you have like this start. Get out of here. Yeah, there's like sourdough no. starters that you can get um, that are like heirloom quality. <laughs> Sorry, go. What? Your boy Jason, I believe, was doing a sourdough thing, and the original mother resides in San Francisco if yes. I'm not mistaken. You are not mistaken. That is crazy. I had no, no idea that that was a thing. You should watch Bon Appetit on you on you on YouTube on YouTube <laughs> because there's a show called It's Alive with Brad. What the fuck is his last name? Brad? Blumpkin. Oh my god. Uh I'm apparently so inebriated that I don't know my BA staff anymore but um check it out because that fucking channel i'm gonna suggest that allison who wrote for bon appetit and interviewed people such as fred armison uh for bon appetit magazine i'm gonna suggest that she have claire from the ba test kitchen on because me and jen know (laughs) i would (laughs) die for blair or Blair, Blair <laughs> from the BHS kitchen. I'm just going to let you talk. I should probably stop drinking because I'm on my uh, fourth beverage. I'm and it's let's uh, kick it up apparently taking effect. Yeah. Should, I was going to do a power hour. Oh. But then I was like. Like um, every. I, what do they do? One one a minute or something? It's a shot per minute. Of oh, yeah. You would be sleeping a... shot five. <laughs> <laughs> let's be real. No, no, no. I've I've attempted it once and I got um probably fifteen minutes in. Oh my before. god. Well it that's takes, just shots of beer. Yes, but okay. in one hour that's five beers. Hmm. Okay. It's it it sounds easy, but 
it's not as easy as you'd think. Well, so, and I know I, I we had planned on having this big drunk show, and then we just started having every one of them being a drunk show. Um, but maybe we'll do a power hour <laughs> one of these times. Um, I was just thinking today how much I miss recording with just you because oh. now that we have a guest all the time, I was like, God damn it! I you miss have to just... watch your p's and q's. <laughs> I just miss hanging out with Lisa and just having a shit show every week. And then like just happen to have uh, microphones in front of our faces. Like we just having our own time. <laughs> I mean, we can leave you guys. Oh, I, can just, no. I can just leave right now. You can have your precious sweet one-on-one time. With you know us, what? Me I'm and Megan are going to start our own podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called the ex-best friend, best friend oh, fan cast. God. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, it's just going to be the I broken heart that. pendant, but it's like, oh. just broken. Yeah. It's broken in like four pieces. Yeah. <sighs> this is just like the water cooler situation all over. That's what I was thinking. Um, We're going to call ourselves the water cooler. The water <laughs> being cooled. <laughs> cooler. That's funny. Yeah. Cooler in italics. <laughs> They were talking about COVID causing extra stress and the fact that people maybe that we need to take care of ourselves and that we've like, I've been trying to check in on people more. I think this week I've been worse about it just because of all the stuff that's been going on. But then I was today, I was like, all right, I need to check in on Lauren and Dr. Jen because I know they have their own stuff or whatever we all do. But I just wonder if that's what you guys have been doing. Have you been checking in on your exes? checking in on your friends more like how are you uh handling all this in a positive way i have been not checking in with people (laughs) but like really i just talk to the same people i talked to before but maybe now more often than before where in the past I would like check in once a month or every two months, depending on the person. And now it's like, Oh, every week or two weeks, depending on the person. I still haven't gotten my text yet. Um, so <laughs> uh, I, I know every week is our check-in. Uh, I get it. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, I, I leave, like I, I, I always say this, Lisa, that people with kids, like I don't want to bother them. Mm. Not only that, you're bad at texting. Like, I'll text you, and then four hours later, I get a reply. Where's the fun in that? I need attention now. (laughs) I feel like I'm usually right on the spot. But you know what? There's Because we have so many different group chats, there are sometimes I'll look, and I'm like, how did I not see this whole thread of fucking gifts that you guys are putting out there? Like, I, yeah, I thought I was better at, I'm going to blame, I'm a new iPhone user, and I'm still getting used to my phone. That's what I'm going to blame. Shout out to the blue bubbles. Trice, beat it. (laughs) (laughs) i know i've been checked in by trice checked in on by trice which is nice excuse me you've been you've checked in on me to see how i'm doing and i think that's nice are you checking yes i well there is hmm, there are people who i used to know and hang out with well i'm like should i check in on that person and then i'm like it hasn't happened yet i don't know Uh um but for the most part (laughs) Yeah, I've been, you know, that hooker from uh, Wendy's. First of all, let me <laughs> let me go back just for anyone who doesn't know the story. Uh, there was a woman who I gave a ride somewhere who mm-hmm. turned out to be a, a sex worker, a sex, sex professional. Um, I did not know that at the time. 
Uh, that's the, the background of that story. <laughs> I did pick up a strange woman in a Wendy's parking lot and drop her off in a shady area. In hindsight, probably should have known what was going on, but I did not. Um, anyway, yeah, I have been checking in on people a little more often, like Rafi said. Not, not, not out of the blue, but um, certainly more frequently than I would uh, have otherwise. Maggie Poo. I'm checking in on you right now. How you doing? Sorry. Man. <laughs> button is a little sketchy. Um, I haven't been checking on people more, really, except for when all the Becky stuff was happening. I reached out to people. And part of me wanted to just, like, I felt like it sucked that I could just, like, drive out to Lisa's with Rafi and all the Allison people so we could have, like, yes. uh, some sort of, you know, get together but i don't know man i feel like we've it's been hard to really even acknowledge it in specifics and i don't know i've never just like gotten in a room with a bunch of people and like grieved my ass off so same uh, but that is something that i thought would be healing maybe i'm sure that it's kind of uh scary to it but i would have really liked to uh connect with you in person through all that but i haven't and so yes i have checked in with uh with allison people and trice had checked in on me and um and which is very sweet and and, uh yeah so not typically but because of everything that was going on allison people were definitely on my mind same and i did have that feeling of like first of all i was just when before it got to the worst thing i was just like i just want to go up to washington I just want to like go up there and be there and like just do something. I don't know what, but like just be there. And then it was just like now I just want to be around everybody that because that's how we knew her and like that I just wanted to be together whether we be crying or laughing or like just eating Doritos, her favorite thing and like having and getting drunk. Like that okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I did have that feeling like I just wanted to be around all of my Allison people and just just be together. So that does kind of suck that we didn't have that. But I do I do think like once all this is done, I want to have a group recording just as like quarantine's lifted. I want to celebrate that. And I am going to go up to Washington at some point, at least like pay my respects, do something because I was supposed to go up last year and like just all the shit with just my own personal stuff. Like I didn't go and I was like next year for sure. I'm planning it. We're going to like have like we had this whole thing planned and so now it's just all right i'm still gonna do it you know but um just i don't know if anybody wants to get in on that little caravan on up there and tear it up yeah yeah i'm pretty sure that if there was no quarantine a bunch of us would be yeah in washington right now i think so um i've not had the thought cross my mind to check in on an ex in general so now for sure also not uh, i think that was kind of strange and if x has checked in on me i'd be like why <laughs> why <laughs> they're hoping you're dead <laughs> uh, um, i i think it's a little different when you're not married i think if you're mm, or, yeah if you're even if you know once you're married it, it, i think there's a little bit more of a you know a boundary there but i i think uh, even if you didn't necessarily end things on good terms, it's it's a little more squishy as far as checking in with your ex if you're both still unmarried. Um, 
what was I going to say? It was something about, oh, yeah, so you pointed out on Facebook, in the Facebook group, uh, Messenger thing, uh, a month or two ago, that we are kind of lucky that all of this uh, stay-at-home stuff happened after we got to do yes. the Best Friends Fancast meetup and after we got to go see Allison in San Francisco. So we are, in a way, very lucky that it happened, you know, not that it happened, but that it happened later instead of sooner because we did get to hang out with Becky and we did get to see each other and you know um that was that was as it always is it's nice it's always fun and now in hindsight it's just like it feels well it already like you said I mentioned in hindsight it felt special because we might not have had that with with the COVID stuff but then now with the Becky thing it's like man like I feel even more it's more special that we got to have that. And like, I just have those moments from that trip. And I, and I think about all of the other trips that we had and um, I was bummed that she couldn't make it to our last group recording, but like, I always feel like she's there. She's always been there. So I just always kind of felt like she was there. And yeah, that, that's a good, uh, that's well said. I don't know where I'm going with it. I'm going to go off on. Well, the... <laughs> you said it. I'm just, I'm just repeating what you said. So, yeah. Way to compliment yourself on the podcast. <laughs> he liked to do that. <laughs> uh, they were talking about getting tested because Jackie got tested because her boyfriend was sick. And my husband was, uh, we thought he had it. So he was in isolation for a few days until he got tested. And it was negative. But I did not know anything about this, uh, all these false negatives coming out. Now I'm like a little worried because he's like, I've never had a flu like that. It was every, like, six out of the seven things that they say, the doctor was like, oh, this, you for sure have it. Just, like, stay, steer clear of everybody. And he tested negative, so it was like, all right, I guess then it it's negative. But I did not know that there was false negatives and that apparently Jackie needs to just do PSAs for all of us. Megan's back from taking a poop. Here I am. And eating at the same time. <laughs> What y'all talking about? Uh, getting tested for COVID and it being a false negative, which I didn't know was possible. Um, Allison has been signing off on her emails with "Stay safe and sane," and I've not really had to write a lot of emails, but some of like the, the direct messages that I've been having with people about being on the show and stuff, and I've left it with like "Stay safe and healthy," which. I think it's a nice thing to say, but I don't know if she's, of course, going to second guess everything. But do you think saying stay stay safe and sane is, could be misconstrued as like a negative thing? No, she's overthinking it. Yeah. I don't love it. Um, it's it's a little like, I, uh, it is a little basic, I guess. I don't know. But it's, it's a little, uh, yeah, the, the sane part does like, well, like we could maybe find a better way to say that, but it's a, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't, it's not offensive, which, which I think is what she was worried about. Not offensive to me. Yeah. I wouldn't be offended by it at all, but yeah, she could change it up if she's worried about it. Um, they were talking about taking this time to learn to be in the moment. And they talked a little bit about that on childish. It sounds like, and a lot of the things that Allison's talking about doing with her kids are things that I've, just always done with my kids because I that was just important to me to make memories and to like be in the moment and not be on my phone like playing games with them or doing whatever it was because I knew they only had one childhood so I think it's cool 
that they're both kind of like being in the moment and living this life with their kids and giving them these great experiences. Um, but I, I have trouble with that in other respects, not with them, but also just being okay to be and not having to always do something, just be, just being where you are and being okay with that. I think that there are a lot of positive things that are going to come out of all of this. And I think that might be one of them to not always feel the pressure to be like always doing something or being some, someone or somebody or whatever. I don't know. I'm drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Well said. Um, Yeah, I think so. There is this thing of everyone. um, There's two sort of opposing things of everyone feeling the need to be productive to show that, you know, for whatever reason, people have decided that they need to show that they, or they wanted more time to do X, Y, Z, so now they feel like they have to do it or whatever. And that's kind of a, it's it's a kind of measuring of the self that I don't think is necessarily particularly healthy all the time. It's it's People are adding pressure to a situation that's already, like, why add extra pressure to yourself? Because you didn't write a book in a month or whatever, even though you haven't done it in the 10 years prior. Or even, like, lose weight or whatever whatever your project is um but also yeah there is also a lot of people who have because of what's going on in their lives have been simplified a great deal and people are sort of um realizing that though a lot of the things we do for work or socially are sort of these these i won't say artificial construct because that sounds like i'm a, a drunk college student whereas i'm a drunk adult out of college <laughs> um but it's it's these are arbitrary rules that we follow. Like there, I'm working from home full time right now. There's no reason I couldn't have been doing this the entire time. Right. Um, you know, and people are people are now like washing their hands and being careful about uh, germs a lot more than they were uh, six months ago. But we kind of always should have been doing that. And there's a lot of things that are it's causing people to reevaluate the things that they do every day, which is probably good. I agree with that. Um. The one thing, like, I, I've been giving into, like, eating and drinking and whatever, and kind of saying fuck it to dieting, but but every day kind of it changes where I, my focus becomes like, okay, now this is the day I'm going to really change my shit. Um, but I do, I did, well, I'm about to start a new hobby. I got a new guitar for my anniversary, which it's not our anniversary yet, so I haven't been able to open it. Um, and that's my own rule because I don't like any presents early, but, um, I'm pretty excited to try playing a slide guitar. So, uh, I'm wondering if you guys have any whittling or candle making in your, um, future new hobbies. Um, I don't have any new hobbies per se. I'm taking the time to catch up on like the creative projects I was doing outside of work, like the small town gay bar podcast and uh the short film i was working on but my girlfriend has been picking up hobbies and she picked up this she bought this kit for what is called i'm trying to find the exact name of it but it has to do with felt like you get wool or some shit and you just poke it with a bunch of needles until it forms something um I'm trying to find pictures of it online. I don't even know what to call it. But she just bought that. And then she also bought, like, watercolors so that she can paint more. She's much more on the, like, crafty side than I am. So she's been picking that up. 
that's pretty cool I, I wouldn't mind seeing what that entails but uh yeah i'll try to find it for you I'm, i don't know what the name of it is rafi any new uh zip oh no that's an old hobby do you have any new hobbies <laughs> um day drinking is mm. that new i'm not for what i've seen <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think I, no, no, nothing new, I guess. <laughs> Is there anything that you like to do? And just like, I always kind of thought I might like whittling, but like my husband does that. That's whatever. I, I don't think I have the patience for it. Like, I'd rather just read all those books that I pretend to have read, you know? Um, I thought, I thought about buying a, a bunch of stuff of essentially video game equipment so I could you know sim. where to look if you need a Super Nintendo system from 1980 <laughs> whatever I have a Super Nintendo you have the original Sorry, Nintendo Sorry I have the original Nintendo for sale I, I have not put it up for sale yet I thought about like what if I buy a PC for gaming and then I buy the 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 steering wheel and the pedals so I can start sim racing but that is fucking stupid. So no, no new hobbies. <laughs> At least you understand the reality of that. I know, Megan, did you guys buy uh, the Nintendo Switch just recently? Yes. I mean, if I do have a hobby, which I wouldn't consider it's not playing Mario new. Kart a hobby. Yeah. But it's just like uh, we've we've been playing a lot of Mario Kart over here for sure. Oh, that's awesome. I just sold mm -hmm. our Switch right when all this started and because it was new and I, I was like, am I really going to have time for this? I had all these games and I love Super Mario Kart and I love Super Mario Brothers. I love all this stuff. Oh my God, those little felt animals are so cute. I think I've made stuff they with the kids. They are cute, right? Um, but they're more, they more have like a puff puff body type of thing. Those are more more intricate. Those are so cute. Um, But yeah, I, I don't know. I went back and forth for like two years on hooking up the switch and like playing because I'll relive all of my like childhood, but I just never did. Um, but yeah, I do have that, the original Nintendo system. If anybody's looking for it, uh, I've got like 20 plus games. I just found some more. So I'll be selling those off soon. I've got the gun. I've got controllers. Um, Trace. And how much would <laughs> you like to get for these <laughs> items? Well, now that I know that you are interested because of the gun, I'm like, well... I'm not interested, but oh. go on. I was... Well, based on what I looked at on eBay, I was hoping to get like 200 bucks for it, but I think that might be too much. But there are a few of the games that are brand new. I don't know if that even matters, but I have like brand over 20 new, games. new as in new old stock? Correct. Sealed. OMG. Yeah, I know. That is going to up the price. If you're <laughs> Are you going to be my dealer? <laughs> my broker? <laughs> what, what, what's your cut? 10%, <laughs> of course. Okay. So then sell it for my however much you want. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, my girlfriend send, sell, sold a Nintendo Switch at profit because we had bought one from Best Buy because we couldn't find one anywhere. We looked at Walmart, we looked at Target, we looked at Best Buy. Oh, wow. And it was we looked at GameStop. Every place was starting to sell out because we thought we were being smart like, oh, oh. my god, we're going to get a Switch and we're going to be set. And 
So everyone was hunkering down with their with their gaming system. I don't know if you lost me or her. Nope, you're here. We can't okay. hear Megan. <laughs> I'm putting ice in my bra. Sorry if it's loud. That's fucking ice hot. in your bra? <laughs> yes, I've been doing it the whole show. <laughs> Lisa bringing her kinks into the podcast again. <laughs> my shirt is wet, though. Um... Yeah, I just sold my Nintendo Switch, but I sold it for $600 and I had, it was brand new in the box and I had eight games or something like that. Six to eight games, I can't remember. What the f- Jesus Christ, Lisa. <laughs> um, <know>. Okay. <laughs> I guess I should have told my friends. <laughs> I don't know where else to go here or what we were talking about. Oh yeah, okay. Let's might as well go from gaming to um, gal chat and the never ending period. I, Allison tweeted about this and I definitely uh, responded because I have this feeling of like, first of all, it's like a day later longer than, than it usually is. But I do have this feeling of like two days in, I'm like, seriously, still like, and I'm mad at tampons. Like, I'm like, I don't want to be violated by these fucking things anymore. I'm sick of them. And I go on strike like halfway through my cycle, like fuck tampons, sick of you. I'm just going to like go the other way around. (laughs) And um, yeah, at this age, I feel like I should be over all of this. But then I feel like once we start going through the change, once Allison starts going through the change, it's going to be all she talks about. (laughs) It's probably going to be way worse. As someone who has not gone through the change, I can guarantee that it will be all she talks about. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a rough patch. Um, they never really defined... Oh, sorry, a car is going by. My apologies. They were talking about it being, like, early, perhaps, but they never really defined what early-ish for menopause is. What is the earliest I thought early was like... Time? I thought early was, like, 45. I thought normal was, like, 55, 60, but I don't really know. I should probably oh, know, okay. but I don't. I she's what 42 she's the same age as I am she's 44 oh 44 okay but she's about to be 45 for six months she's older than me should I chime in with the period story I feel like I'm the only one that can well I mean let's just say like you've sent in enough uh a couple of jamos regarding tampons I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm I fucking hate them I know wearing a pad sucks and my first of all periods are heavier now that I'm older and they last a day longer but by the third day, I'm like, fuck tampons, fuck you, fuck this whole thing. And then I just wear a panty liner, which is <laughs> fine. It does the job. But I, all of it, I hate all of it. I want to say something. Go for the it. car's going by. I want to say something that I'm not sure I've ever heard Allison say, or maybe she did. I feel like she would be the kind of person to say this. And it's, I feel weird about it. But if you think your period's getting light and you put it tampon in and you pull that thing out dry Mm. what kind of hell is that lisa (laughs) a a dry tampon removal is awful it really is because if you yes i'm on like the last day or two i'm like there is no tampons going this fast well i just had the misfires where i'm like oh that didn't go in right and then you have to take it out and it's like okay i'm violated twice thank you very much um Uh, (laughs) it's like a dry burning not good feeling (laughs) 
It's like scratchy. peeling off tape or something, like ripping a Band-Aid off. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it's not what, pleasant. Tam- taking out a dry tampon, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not familiar uh, with the experience. Uh, no, taking tape off would, is... What would I compare oh, it to? the crows are I here. mean, there's just so much friction and no, like, moisture to have it slip on out. I was so thinking... just like... I was actually, speaking of band-aids, I was thinking it must be like when you have like a really bad wound and you have to rip off the band-aid and it's like pulling off the scab with it. Similar? I'm consulting with my girlfriend to get an example of what I was going to say. I don't think it's that bad. It's just like a very uncomfortable like, you boy. (laughs) Okay, so you guys have had sex before. Um... Have you ever progressed into a a zone that was maybe not lubricated enough? Oh, Um, God. It might feel similar to that is what I'm thinking. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, Okay. My my girlfriend has spoken. She says that the closest comparison she can come up with is it would be like throwing a dry sock out of your throat. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 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 That's not bad. It's not bad. But then add the sensitivity of the V, and then you got a little extra. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and the wideness of the throat. Picture like a <laughs> picture your throat up shrinking your nose. to like a dime's worth, and then pulling the sock out. A dime's width. A dime's girth. Humble brag. Over <laughs> what about mirth? Maybe not, maybe, maybe not dime. Maybe How's like your mirth? Quarter, <laughs> quarter, quarter girth. <sighs> Anyways, quarter girth and no mirth. Um, yeah, so that's gonna resonate with fifty percent of the people listening, and the other people maybe not, except for the dry the the dry humpers. <laughs> Where? What am I saying? Okay, please look at your notes, Lisa. Go somewhere else. Uh, I'll interrupt you. I'll okay. save you, Lisa. Thank you. Uh, so, um, Jackie talked about like oh she said oh i just started my period today and ali said oh my god congratulations as if it were her first period ever which i thought was very funny that's all that is weird congratulations i would be like oh damn sorry like but maybe because ali doesn't get one anymore but i mean like come on it's no i think she was being jokey on purpose like because uh, jackie said i just got my period today or my period just started today or something like that and then Ali was like, oh, my God, congratulations. <laughs> All right, just me, I guess. <laughs> Sorry. It's a big old just me. <laughs> Fucking Rafi and his goddamn messages. <laughs> JM, thank you. <laughs> um, Just Trice or everyone. Uh, Let's see. Okay, let's move on to Yes, Please, Oh, Please, because I think we need to wrap this shit up. Uh, her yes please oh please was Swiss cheese and I used to be an oh please until I had baby Swiss and I don't have it cooked I eat it it's like a ritual every Christmas we get this big thing of Swiss cheese from Amish country and it's like a thing like it's a ritual like oh it's our Christmas cheese and we have like this big cheese plate dinner thing with it Uh, so I don't understand the hatred I understand the hatred of Swiss cheese if you're having just regular old Swiss cheese but there's others out there. Um, where do you guys land on Swiss cheese? Hate. Okay. I hate it. Yeah. I mean, uh, I love I love cheese, but I don't see where it belongs. I hate it in a sense. It's like, uh, what is that? Like Dr. Seuss book? 
I hate it in a box. I hate it in a box. <laughs> I hate it here and there. I hate it everywhere. <laughs> on no wait. matter what you do with it, I can't. I can't. On I a ham like sandwich it. is decent, but like it's not like I don't even like ham. So like, why would I even e- be eating that? I don't. I don't like traditional um, fondue. You have to make it with Swiss. I don't like that bitter flavor, but there is a better Swiss out there, and it's baby. Well, it's baby Swiss, but from certain places, and it's buttery and delicious and mild and not bitter or tart or harsh. Trice, Swiss. Uh, I am. I'm neutral. Uh, uh, anyway, I I am consistently disappointed by Swiss cheese. Mm. It's a uh, it's I always want it to be better than it actually is. It's just kind of it feels a little bit like nothing whenever I have it. Uh, it is OK on sandwiches or whatever, but I don't I don't love a ham and cheese sandwich or ham and Swiss. I don't love a turkey sandwich, which are your main Swiss vehicles. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's not for me. Yeah, I, I like it more by itself than added to anything. So I'm the opposite of what um everyone was saying about swiss but also they had a lot of meal breakers and uh we can go quickly through like yes no but like brie cheese is my all-time favorite cheese it's not just my favorite cheese it's one of my like last meal options if i was about to be executed brie cheese would be on the list it's basically butter um i don't know how anybody could hate it it's delicious it's wonderful um but brie, yes, goat cheese is the bane of my existence. Olives, I fucking <laughs> love. I grow olives. We're c- currently brining our own olives, but I eat olives in martinis every day. I fucking love every kind of olive. They're amazing. Raw tomatoes, I fucking love. The, I, it's a whole like ritual over here with our tomatoes. The first tomatoes of the season, we like. Okay, family, we got to get together. The first tomatoes are ready, and like we have a couple of different like things that we make with them. Um, as our first like ones and then the last tomatoes of the season it's like okay these are our last tomatoes and like they're amazing i can't imagine anyone not liking raw tomatoes pepperoncinis i fucking love i would love them on everything they kind of do smell like feet but they're amazing tasting bananas can go suck a dick octopus i like and cucumber i want to like but i don't and gazpacho is tricking me into to eating salsa as soup anybody else Brie, goat, olives, tomatoes, pepperoncinis, bananas, octopus. Megan, <laughs> I know you have cheese thoughts. I literally have in my uh, notes here, uh, Megan, cheese thoughts. <laughs> well, I have I have cheese thoughts. I'm, I have a bad memory, though, so I'm just trying to remember everything. Can you just, like, uh, what's it called? Just, like, put me on the... All right, Brie. Be like... And Brie, goat cheese. Go. Brie. Brie. Uh, sh- okay, Brie. Um, triple cream Brie, the kind you're talking about, yeah. that is buttery, yes, all the way. Goat. Goat, yes. Ali is a psychopath. Goat cheese all day long. Yes. Um, goat turds. Same thing. Oh, sorry. Olives. <laughs> Black olives, yes. Green olives, no. Oh, you haven't had the right ones. Uh, raw tomatoes. Yes. And I just want to point out to anybody who is curious. I have always thought that if you bite into a tomato... Just like a big old raw tomato or a slice of tomato, that is similar to what a vagina tastes like if you're eating someone out. So yeah, if you have that curiosity, you're just like, man, I never think I'll act on my curiosities, but I'm wondering. I just want to say, give it a shot. You might, uh, it might, um, just Whoa. I don't know. It's 
Get some life experience. <laughs> that just made I me like tingle. I don't know why. Rafi, are you still taking a wicked shit? Because... To go down on people. <laughs> go down on my if tomato. You're, if you're not, if you're not going to go on down on somebody, bite into a tomato, and there you go. Okay. I have a picture to send you of a lemon that I found in my yard that you might be interested in. But, all right, go ahead. <laughs> um, so, first of all, I, I, I don't know what I missed, but God bless Allie Ward for coming up with the next best segment for this show. Yes. Meal Breakers is a fantastic idea. Um, can you hit me with the... Yeah, let's let uh, Megan... We're doing a... Uh, what is it called? Uh, quick round? Quick what do they call it? Um, quick fire, quick fire, jizz round. round. Okay, pepperoncinis or banana peppers. Sure. <laughs> Megan, <laughs> oh, for me? Yes. Oh, yes. You're not done. Oh, that was for me. No. Oh, okay. Megan's halfway <laughs> on through. Dog, on a hot dog, definitely. Okay, I've put bananas them on my oh. sandwich before, but it's too overpowering. Um, okay. So, but on a hot dog, I don't mind it. Bananas. Yes. Who doesn't love bananas? You're crazy. Mm, shout out to Whitney. She hates them too. Octopus or calamari? It breaks my heart because ooh, truck driving by. Octopus are my absolute in the whole entire world favorite animal. They are so smart. They should mm, not. They're be so cute. They're you just like to eat them octopusy. <laughs> I hate that. It should be illegal to eat an octopus. No, never. Absolutely not. Okay. Uh, cucumber, gazpacho. Only in the uh, spa water, okay. and I don't know what gazpacho is. It's like oh, a... the cold soup? Yeah, no, it's like eating soup. salsa. Okay. Rafi, meal breakers. Brie, we're doing a quick fire. I think I called it jizz fire earlier, but bear with um, me. Sure. Brie, sure. You haven't lived. Yeah. Goat cheese? Eh, no. You are just... Okay. Olives? <laughs> Olives are no. Ugh, raw tomatoes. Fuck no. Okay. You know what? We're not friends anymore. <laughs> you've not ha- you've not lived until you've had one of my raw tomatoes, and I'm not talking about the way Megan's talking about her raw tomatoes. <laughs> um, okay. Speaking of that, my friend once apparently oh, him and her... someone at work oh. were trying to discuss what is the flavor of a of a lady okay and what they decided upon was it's it's like the the beach or ocean water or something like an oyster like i was like i guess i've never understood any of the fish um comparisons well you've had and i have i've had a wide sampling and i can say i've never been like wow that smells like trout the beach is not but it's it's in like let's see you know the taste of the sea i don't understand anything sea related i don't know what that but uh what uh, that comes from i already forgot what megan said but i am very disturbed by it whatever it was check your uh text because yeah um um go on to your next yes uh sorry pepperoncinis banana peppers sure You're fucking sure on life. All right, bananas. Fuck yeah. Mm. Octopus calamari. Yes. I had the best calamari. I told you this, uh, Lisa. When my friend came to do work training in Orange County, we went to some Italian restaurant and we had the best fucking calamari. 
So I had some last yes. night from Citrus City. I had some seafood linguine and it had mussels and calamari and shrimp and it was so fucking good. Um, I don't mind the rubberiness too much, but if it's too, too rubbery, I really want to eat good octopus. But um, apparently after talking to Megan, I won't be eating any octopusy. Um, cucumber? Fuck no. Okay. Gazpacho. Fuck no. Okay. At least you got part of that right. Trice, did you want to do meal breakers? I believe the phrase you're looking for is lightning round, but uh, yes. Do you want to jizz round the meal breakers or what? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I guess it it can be fast. I don't know if that analogy works. I don't know. Also, jizz breakers? Like, what's the breaker? (laughs) Breaker, breaker, what? The breaker is that I've had three Trulies. Okay. See you. Okay. Are you ready? For the speed round. Bree. Uh, no, thank you. God damn it. I'm unfriending all of you. Goat cheese. Uh, no, thank you. Okay. Redeeming. Olives? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yes. Okay. I Raw tomatoes? Uh, strong yes. Okay. Now we're talking. Pepperoncinis? Uh, Yes. Bananas. Mm, take them or leave them. Okay, same. Octopus, calamari. Uh, I have. I've only tried it once. No, thank you. Uh, cucumber. Uh, strong yes. Gazpacho. No, thank you. Are raw tomatoes like eating a pussy? <laughs> uh, I, I go. <laughs> that never. That analogy had never occurred to me. Taste. Twice. I'm I'll never going to eat a tomato the same that. ever again, I have to say. Is that going to be, Megan, do you know, is that like is that like the secret lesbian oh, version yeah. of the eggplant emoji? I don't know, Jess. Do you, oh, oh, this feels awkward. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Bring it. Um, Bring it. I, I'm just saying, I will, I will speak for myself on that one. I can't, I can't say anything about the rest of the lesbian population. Okay, I appreciate it. You probably should though. Um, I'm seeing your notes, but I should be seen oh. as I should be seen as an experienced like aficionado on the subject. Mm, like I am mm. a trusted expert. Mm-hmm. You're an ambassador. Yeah, as ex- very experienced uh, and well educated. You're like um, veteran, the prime ambassador. minister of pussy eating. Love it. Yes, <laughs> that is exactly. <laughs> Good. Oh my god. <laughs> um yeah, I I guess uh man, we've talked for so long. I I did want to touch on like the fact that people with all of this are being prepper prepper light becoming homesteaders. There's tons of stuff that we've already done, but then we're like it was a reminder of okay, we need to get our shit together and do all the stuff we used to do and like kick it up a notch a little bit. And I think it's cool. This is one thing that's positive that's going to come out of it is to be more self-reliant and um, growing your own food and just doing all of that, which is important, I believe. And uh, fuck. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. Nope. <laughs> I'm not going to stand on any soapbox anymore. Um, let's close the show talking about Becky and the nice tribute that Allison did for Becky it was hard listening to last week's show where there's so much uncertainty, childish, where it was sort of like, you kind of know what's going to happen. And then this show is kind of like, okay, it's kind of like, it was, it whatever. 
I can't even talk. Um, she talked about the fact that she was on her mind. She was on my mind too, because of the card that she randomly sent me. Um, she jokingly called herself the crafty crip. And I thought that was, she was always so funny and amazing and had a great sense of humor about her shortcomings and her strong suits. And I just, she was just always a good sport. The whole live, laugh, love thing. I'm never going to fucking look at that the same ever again. Um, so yeah, I, I did, I delayed editing last week's episode because of all of this this week. I just didn't really want to like deal with it. And, um, I just wanted to focus on Becky and putting out that episode of hers and just kind of like, whatever. What did you think, Megan? Like, what did I think about what Allison said? Yeah. And if you um, have, I was sorry. I was gonna I also feel, ask everyone think... if they had a like their favorite memory of Becky, if you wanted to share. But all, what Allison mm-hmm. about Al, you know how you felt about Allison and and a good memory from of Becky. Yeah, I'll just talk in in generalities because I mean I've certainly went through a week of different kinds of grief about it. Um, I know that once I found out that what the final word was going to be. It was a really, really hard day. Um, We're such a tight knit group. And like, I feel like I know Becky better than I know any other family member that has ever passed away. Like my grandpa passed away. All I know about him is that he watches Fox news and he wears Dickies and that he used to be electrician. My grandma passed away, and all I know about her is that she's, like, super Catholic, and if I ever came out to her, I probably would have never talked to her again, so I never did. Um, But, like, the times that we get together are so special, and it's just so weird that there's just the people that you know will be there. Like, I know if something's happening at Lisa's house or we're doing something with the BFF fan cast that, like, you know, Trice is going to be there, Rafi's going to be there, obviously Lisa's hosting it. Um, and she was one of those people where like, if she didn't show up, I'd be like, Oh, what the hell? Where's Becky? And it's kind of a big deal that someone comes from Washington for every single thing. Um, she she was such a huge member of the family. And, uh, I remember, I don't know. One of the things that I've been thinking about is that when I was filming Sketchfest and she was talking about her freezer stuff, (laughs) I I was just like, when I was filming it, I'm like, oh, I bet Becky will think this is cool that like she's on camera and that this will be, you know, something that people see. Um, and yeah, I think Allison did a great job of like, you know, saying what she felt about it, but also like ended up moving on. And at first, like, I just felt like I wasn't ready to move on, like, I just wanted this, like, complete, like, Becky, you know, um, show because I just wanted to have someone, like, reflect to me what I had feeling because I've been thinking about her so, so much every day. Um, but I was glad they moved on because it did help to just, like, start thinking about other things and laughing and stuff. Um, but, yeah, the first time I listened to it, I, I didn't cry. I was just, like, at the point where like I had cried a lot and I think your body just tends to like 
or your nervous system or whatever it is just like decides to like not think about something or not let it penetrate you at times. But then when I had re-listened to it in the shower for the sake of this podcast, I'd re-listened to it today. And I just was like, oh, man, it felt like I heard it for the first time. I just really broke down into tears. And, um, yeah, it's going to be a weird, a weird uh, moving forward without her. And uh, we're just a special crew, man. We're, we have something special here. And to lose anybody is very, 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 very uh, heartbreaking. That's There you go. Very well said. I couldn't agree more. Like, she, without her at the group, it just felt weird the last time. Just, okay, something's going on with her, but we'll catch up with her the next time. And and then there wasn't a next time. So it just does make you appreciate things so much more. Trace? Yeah, um, I, I, it's funny. I had the same reaction as Megan um, when they were talking about it uh, on the Thursday show. And I was like, wait, they only talked about it for such a short period of time. I could... I could have listened to, you know, a whole episode about it. Um, but listening back, I just listened back today. And it was like, they did a good job talking about it. And then, you know, they, they moved on to other stuff. But, yeah, it it just happened. It didn't feel, uh, it just didn't feel, it didn't fit. Like, it didn't feel, not only did it not feel right, it didn't feel correct. Like, it felt like that's not, I just couldn't process it um, when I heard about it. And so I don't know. I, I had I was telling Lisa this also. I I don't know if I've mentioned this to to anyone else here, but uh, I have not. I'm not a big crier, but sort of during uh, like the work week last week, I would find myself just sort of tearing up without without even not while I was thinking about Becky or the situation or anything. It would just kind of happen like seemingly out of nowhere, and I think I was just sort of processing it in the back of my mind, I guess. Um, and it, it's it's kind of funny, but um, so I I put on the Allison Rosen T-shirt uh, that Rafi made and took a picture to post it to the, the Facebook group, and like the first couple takes of that picture are real sad. Like, <laughs> my facial it's it's so much on my face what I'm feeling, and then like I I did not know I looked like that until I started taking pictures. Um, <laughs> so yeah that's like take four that you saw if you saw me posted in the group but yeah it's it's uh it's um yeah it's it sucks that it happened um i was telling a friend about it and and i told them that someone i knew died and they were like oh that's rotten i was like rotten is a pretty great word to describe how i feel about it it's just uh it's it's shitty um yeah, and and one of the more one of the last texts uh, I sent to Becky was um, we were talking about her starting to to work from home and all that stuff, and I joked about oh you should keep some you know well portioned bag of bags of tortilla <laughs> chips in your freezer uh, for <laughs> for you, and then she literally a couple minutes later sent me a picture of her freezer and like oh. there were multiple bags of portioned tortilla chips in there, um, which was great. You and I having the fun conversation when we recorded in San Francisco about that and planning out her her podcast or her YouTube channel and we were just like having so much fun with it and and that's the kind of person she was to be able to laugh at that that we would be making fun of all of that. Yep. Um Rafi. <laughs> so I'm 
You know, I am very emotionally unstable for the last year and some change. So this has been an interesting time. And just hearing you guys talking is making me very, very sad. But (laughs) um, the day that they, I guess, like took her off life support, um, I woke up thinking about her. And I'm (laughs) sorry, hold on. I feel like this whole week I've gone to bed thinking about her and woke up thinking about her. And I didn't think it was real. I didn't want to post rest in peace. I didn't want to post anything because I just thought maybe they're wrong. Maybe this is not. It it took so long for her to pass away because of her donating her organs, which is like another fucking beautiful thing. But I really just being in shock and not really thinking like they're just going to say, nope, she pulled out of this one. This we were wrong. And so every day I woke up like, okay, shit, I wasn't dreaming. That's really happening. Yeah. So I woke up and I was thinking about her. And for some reason, the thing that popped into my head is how she first, like, I don't know if it was all the time, but on a couple of occasions, she's mentioned how before her husband, um, she used to date like almost exclusively yes. black men. Yes. And- and how just how much they loved her. And for some reason, that was like so funny to me. Um, and yeah, the last time I saw her was in San Francisco. Uh, she was waiting for Paul and Aaron to drive her to the airport. And I was outside waiting with her. And yeah, I don't know why it's it hit me so hard. Sorry, this is like laugh crying, not crying. Crying, crying. <laughs> now it's just crying. crying. Oh. <laughs> so, on whatever day it was, Thursday night, when I had my fucking breakdown, apparently I'm missing all the days because I thought that was Monday. Um, I was sitting in here crying and I was just like, fuck. Like, I, I just, it became more real and the fact that we're not going to see her again. And one of the things that I messaged to Allison, I said the seventh anniversary of her being paralyzed was coming up in May and I was planning on doing something. I wasn't, I wasn't really sure what, um, but on her fifth anniversary, she was at my house for one of our group recordings and she requested a cake that was totally offensive and I couldn't get a, I couldn't get a bakery to agree to any of the things that she requested. So I ended up getting a nothing bunt cake. So I'm like, well, it looks like a butthole. I don't know what else to tell you, but she just wanted it to be like super offensive, like offensive to anybody that's in a wheelchair with crutches, like everything she wanted. I was like, I can't, I couldn't make it happen. But, um, one great thing about that weekend was she and I were sitting in my bed on our own laptops, participating in one of Allison's live streams together next to each other a cat at each of our feet just laughing and hanging out and it seems small at the time and I said with every death in my life at least I can see the magnitude of time a little clearer there's only so much of it and the people we choose to fill it is significant and I think that is something I take away from everybody that I've met through Allison and all of this this whole group is so fucking special to me and when somebody is ripped away it's it fucking hurts so I 
she has to know she was missed. She was such an integral part of everything in this group, and um, I'm gonna fucking miss her. Yeah, I th- I had um looked at uh, her husband's page, and he has this post where he's holding her hand. Like it was just really special that he got to go because I don't think they let people do that um it was a really sweet picture but god did it i think it just brought me into the room with them like Mm, easy being far away like you if you don't let your imagination go into that room where everything is really happening you can uh have some cognitive dissonance but that picture really made it real just knowing that that was her hand and his hand and that there he was saying goodbye uh, and the wallpaper that she has on Facebook where it says, what a long, sweet trip it's been. And she's like looking up at it just seems like poetic right now. And I don't know. Sometimes I want to dig into the memories and and sometimes I just don't. Um, yeah, well, I was talking with Lisa about editing something together. Um, I had downloaded a bunch of episodes online that have had her in it. And I know that you reposted the episode with her from way back in the JMO Patrol days. And I, I would like to just do some, like, all-encompassing thing. But I don't know if people are ready to listen to that. And I sure as hell ain't ready to listen to it in order to make it. But I think that would be nice to do at some point. What do you think? Is that an amazing tribute. And whenever you're ready, I was like pl- trying to think of something. And when you came up with that idea, I thought that's fucking perfect. Just hearing her and the things that she has to say and the funny things that she says and her just, it would be great. And just so you know, she loves poison. So if you'd like to start the show with poison, that would be the appropriate thing. Like poisoning us? <laughs> Like the poison I'm I'm about to take to end it all right now. Uh, no, poison the band. That's alcohol, she... Lisa. <laughs> I'm slowly, oh, slowly. Poison the band? I thought you meant the song by Bell Bib DeVoe. Oh, God. No. She loves the band Poison. So um, feel free to uh, lighten the mood with that, uh, maybe. Uh, yeah, I guess this is a good way to end it. This uh, I'm going to have a drink for Becky. It's not a Jack and Coke, which is what she likes. I think Jack and Diet Coke. Um, but uh, here's to Becky. We fucking love you, and you're going to be fucking missed. You're here. All right. I guess, uh, yeah. If you'd like to be on the show, email me. BFFancast at gmail.com. Follow the show. Where do you guys want to be followed? Megan? Um, f- follow in Rock footsteps and drive by my patio it's very convenient you can stay as if they like he was it's it was kind of like a like a romeo and juliet oh like a roxanne like he came up and my maybe i don't know what that is but um i'm on my patio when he like beckoned to me so i felt like it was like the romeo romeo where for romeo deny thy father and forsake thy name is that that's where they yelled at other people on the balcony yeah i don't know anyways Come to my balcony, message me, and I'll give you my address. Uh, it was really great to see Rafi. And uh, if all y'all are bored, just come to my patio and we'll chat. 
I'm heading over right so now. That's where you can find me. Okay, Trice, where can we find you? Uh, I am I eh, I'm on Twitter, I guess. Again, don't follow me. I just retweet stuff from comedians and then also angry political stuff. Um, I am at T S D C X on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Uh, I'm not. I do not post things on Instagram other than stories. Doing the 30 day song challenge thing, which is a nice little distraction. Um, I I've, at... I've liked that. I've been looking at your those stories. That's a fun idea. Oh, that is thank fun. You. I don't know how to do a story yet, so I'm gonna have to learn. <laughs> I am zero three underscore book on Instagram. It's complicated. The word zero, the number three, and then an underscore, and then the word book. Um, yeah, but anyway, none of that stuff. Don't follow me on any of those places unless you want to. Um, do check out the Best Friends Fancast uh, group on Facebook. Um, although, again, if you're listening to this, you're probably already there. That is probably very true. This family is great. Lil Rafi, where can we find you? Very gently nudge DJ underscore rhetoric and tell her to join the Facebook group and follow her on Instagram and I guess Twitter if people still do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, BFFs, you are truly the fucking best and I feel so lucky to be part of this family. Thank you and good night. We both lie silently still in the dead of the night Although we both lie close together We feel miles apart inside Was it something I said or something I did? Did my words not come out right? Though I tried not to hurt you Though I tried But I guess that's why they say every road has its thumb Just like every night Has its dawn Just like every cowboy Sings a sad, sad song Every rose has its Settlers a game of easy come and easy go But I wonder, does he know Has it ever been like this? And I know that you would be here right now If I could have let you know somehow I guess every rose has its thorn Just like every night has its dawn Just like every cowboy Sings a sad, sad song Every rose has its thorn Though it's been a while now I can still feel so much pain Like the knife that cuts you the wound 